0: I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot.
1: Oh. Smoking out, throwing up, keeping league in my cup. All my car got leather and wood in my hood. We call it buck. Everybody want a ball. holler at brawls at the mall. If he up, watch him fall, nigga. I can't fuck with y'all. If I wasn't rapping, baby, I would still be riding Mercedes, chrome and shining, sipping daily. No, no rest until white at payment. Uh, uh, now what uh, they know about uh. them Texas boy coming down in candid toys, smoking weed and talking noise. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Tips Podcast, your host Rod, Ed. Karen. And it is a Sunday, 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 the return of The Walking Dead.
2: Yes, and I'm so excited. For those of you who have not been paying attention or or you just don't know, y'all know Tuesdays, we hadn't been doing like covering any shows because mm-hmm. True Blood ended. Uh, this year, we're going to do The Walking Dead. We normally do The Walking Dead on the uh, premium But this year, we're going to do that. uh, We don't
1: only do an off-season review. Off-season
2: review, that's right. Mm -hmm. But this year, we're going to do The Walking Dead, and we're going to call it Day Walking.
1: Yeah, so Karen, as you can tell, extremely excited about that.
2: Oh, yeah, I'm excited about The Walking Dead. I've been talking about The Walking Dead for about two weeks now. So if you follow me on social media, that's a little bit of kind of all my tweets have been consumed with that. So I am so excited.
1: Yeah, I noticed you've been putting a lot of uh, pictures up there, retweeting everything The Walking Dead says and yeah. Facebook, all that pictures and stuff like that too.
2: Yes, I I am ready. I I want to see what Rick is gonna do. I want I, I got so many questions that I just want to see what the answers is gonna be. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm excited and I'm ready and I love the show. And I'm telling you right now, if you follow me and you love and you hate the show, please don't at me or nothing like that telling me how damn how you don't like the show because I don't give a fuck. I put uh, Avenger Initiative on this. If you don't know what that is, uh, uh, me, Roderick, uh, Chris, and um, Brandon, all like um, the movie uh, Avengers. And we love it, and no matter what you say about it, we just go Avenger Initiative because we don't want to hear a goddamn thing you got to say if you don't. That's how I feel about this. I love it. So I'm telling tell you right now, please don't hit me up with no bullshit about how I don't like it and how it's not good because I don't care.
1: Yeah, um, me too, basically. Uh, we're definitely trying to um, get excited about The Walking Dead and uh, people that have followed the show know that we actually really enjoy the series. Right, read so, the books and everything. Yeah, so, you know, uh, we're all into this and, uh, Justin watches it too, so hopefully, uh, you know, he'll be able to do it and then we'll be able to add some, um, some guests and stuff like we did last time and have people on the show to talk yes. about it with us, so. It's
2: gonna be fun, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah,
1: we're gonna try to do it every Tuesday with Justin, so. Mm-hmm. Um, what else was I going to talk about? Oh, and of course, this is the Blackout Tips Podcast. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Potomac. Just search the Blackout Tips and we'll come up. Um, leave us five star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher, and we promise to read them on the show regardless of content. Um, we got a lot of good feedback yesterday, man. Um, I love doing the feedback shows. Me too. We always get so much, uh, positive response, but also just, you know, people want to hear us elaborate on topics. Sometimes mm-hmm. we get to revisit topics that I'm, you know, maybe I don't feel I did that great a job on during the show, during well, the week, or we whatever. can
2: elaborate on
3: some things.
1: Right. And, uh, that's always cool, man. And thanks to everybody that tunes in for those. Um, you can also do stuff like, um, donate to the show, become a premium member by going to the com slash premium. Uh, we're always putting new shows out on those feeds. Uh, so I feel like everybody, uh, that, that, that signs up for that, man, you know, you're getting your money's worth and you mm-hmm. know that we're definitely doing stuff. We will be having a spoiler review or possibly, actually, probably an impossible white man review for uh, the Equalizer, which we both saw yesterday.
2: Yes, that is.
1: Do not give Denzel Washington a bus pass, okay?
2: No, <laughs> no, no. Nigga no. didn't even
1: have a car. That's a new level. That's some right, new shit.
2: Right. No, no, no. And I will never look at Home Depot the same ever again. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, so can't wait to review that um and yeah like i said tons of tons of stuff coming up for the show that uh we think you guys will enjoy Mm -hmm. um what else is going on oh the official weapon of the show is taser an unofficial sport is
2: bullet ball
1: bullet ball extreme Mm -hmm. um and let's get right into the podcast okay no sponsors today um so i was thinking like you know how we've been having all this thug kitchen controversy Mm um i feel like the real victim in this is me because i had an idea for a website that i now because of all the outrage i don't think i'm ever gonna get to do it
2: okay
1: it was called nigger kitchen and <laughs> i was gonna you know do the ingredients uh you know like the directions to the ingredients really racist and stuff um but i don't think that's ever gonna happen now you know uh if people get upset uh about white people taking over thug kitchen i feel like even if they find out it's a black person and you know they behind nigger um a lot of them won't support my book when it comes out you know and a lot of the white racist people that would have supported my book definitely won't have my back because it's gonna find out i'm black you know right so that so long for that idea you know i'm gonna oh. try to clayton bigsby that shit you know and uh-huh. you know like, in the middle of the recipe, I just have a rant about, you know, black people being on welfare and how they need to go out and get jobs, stop being lazy, and then be like, now back to this pumpkin bread, which ah. you gonna want to set the oven at 425, yes, you know. Yes, get you some pumpkin nickel. Exactly. You know, um, you know, Um, use one-fourth of a cup of this, but if you can use three-fifths of a cup, because that's all they're worth, you know, yeah. something like that.
2: Aha, get you some Godzilla cheese.
1: Right. But um uh, apparently... I'm tripping, you uh, know?
2: Apparently so, baby.
1: So everybody, thanks, guys. You ruined nigger kitchen for everybody. Um, I can go ahead and let that that Earl expire. Somebody, no need to buy that.
2: Somebody said, "How about left the kitchen?"
1: Uh, left the kitchen. I don't understand what that means.
2: Cause you left-handed.
1: Oh, nah. Um, you know, it really wouldn't be any difference. Stir left. I don't know what. To, <laughs> pour it into the, the the muffin tray with your left hand yes. i mean
2: fuck them right-handed people
1: yeah uh nigger kitchen was all
2: your shit would be on the left page only
1: yeah i need <laughs> like i could make a cookbook that's turned right to left but i i really need nigger kitchen to, to pop off and it's just it's so sad that it can't happen man oh um, I
2: hate they killed your dream
1: yeah and you know i think a lot of it's because honestly people just don't trust white people anymore no i'm not saying They should necessarily, but I mean, all the white people can't be bad, you know. Uh, When you look at the thug kitchen people, they're just, I think a lot of black people's trust issues are on display. They just don't trust that these white people can use thug without meaning niggers or black, bad black people or criminal black people. They just don't trust that they would ever just say thug for just cursing. And, you know, when they interview the people, they're like that. We don't mean anything by it. Right. We're not trying to be racist. We're not of that group. Right. And the mm-hmm. black people are like, we don't trust you anyway. You know, uh, I read an article the other day about corporate uh, tweets that use, like, black slang. And people, you know, it's like I'd, these black people basically making fun of us. And it's like, because we don't have any trust in them. And I feel like what black people and white people need in America is like a giant trust-building exercise. You know? Right. Okay. Like, we Like, you know, like how they go on corporate retreats to build trust sometimes, and you do, like, trust exercises like uh, Trust Falls, and they have these, like, rope climbing exercises and stuff, and you have to help each other, and, you know, they have these uh, team-building exercises where everyone has to work together to try to build bonds, and it's just, like, icebreakers so you get to know your coworkers, and then you can kind of, like, drop some of the, the stuff. I feel like that's what black people and white people need in America. It's just like these trust building exercises so that we can like believe when, when, like tell the difference between the white people that are maliciously out here just trying to, to fuck with black people and the white people they really just, you know, living their lives and don't really care. Right. Know? It
2: could really, could care less. They go, hey, I I don't really you know, care, I treat everybody equal, regardless, you know, I have compassion, you know, I, I know that black people are human beings, and they're not less than,
1: yeah, because black people are confused too, right, you know, I mean, how many black people get upset when black celebrities say a quote-unquote new black quote, right, where it's like, oh, you know, I'm not, this is the new black, you know, it's different than back in the day in the 60s and 70s and shit, it's different, it's new, but then those same black people be on Twitter, Hey Rod, you need to watch Orange is the New Black. Hey, you gonna ah. watch the new when you gonna watch Orange is the New Black? You gonna watch the New Black? Oh, so now the new black is fine. Now you want me to be new black. But before that, uh it was wrong when Pharrell did it, right? Raven Simone can't have an opinion about that shit. But all of a sudden I'm supposed to go watch a bunch of lesbians in jail. Are you serious? You need to make your mind up, hypocrites. Think about it. <laughs> anyway, we got articles to cover. A lot of news has been happening. Uh, actually, not that much news, but we'll, we're going to call it news for the sake of the show. Um, here's something that hasn't really changed, but people just stopped talking about it on mainstream news. Um, they still shooting black people in, in St. Louis?
2: Yes, they are.
1: I mean, they like hotcakes. They still hot
2: cakes. marching. They still protesting. They mm-hmm. still beating them. They still telling them what they can and can't do. Like That shit ain't stopped.
1: Thousands gathered Saturday for a second day of organized rallies and marches protesting Michael Brown's death and other fatal police shootings in the St. Louis area and nationwide. The events remained peaceful but boisterous gatherings into the night. Vietnam-era peace activists, New York City seminarians, and hundreds of fast food workers bust in from Chicago, Nashville, and other cities marched alongside local residents spurred by a national campaign dubbed Ferguson October. Outside Bush Stadium in downtown St. Louis where the Cardinals hosted the San Francisco Giants in the first game of the National League Championship Series. Several dozen protesters stood on the sidewalk chanting and holding signs. The St. Louis Post-Dispatch reported that fans headed to the game mainly went around the protesters without stopping to look, though a few cheered their efforts. Four days of playing... (laughs) I like that they didn't talk about the people that was like calling them names and talking about they need to go get jobs
2: right and skipped over that huh ap right and also you skipping over the the poor white people that were uh supporting the black people and people mm-hmm. calling them nigger lovers and you know why are you trying to help those people all you know what i mean because like it, when it comes to this stuff the thing about it is that Black people have issues, period. But when you talk about the white people that actually have compassion, empathy, and sympathy, they don't talk about the criticism that these people get also for standing up for what's right. They're also Mm. mixed in with the group a lot of times. Yes, they do. Well,
1: this one isn't saying black or white. This article didn't say anybody's race so far.
2: But yeah, yeah, when you talk about that, I'm under the assumption that it was mixed. You know what I'm saying? It is. Yes. I
1: okay. mean, uh, you can look at the picture and see it's not all black people. But okay. I'm just saying, like, they didn't say anything about the,
2: okay, the,
4: race.
1: Okay. the race in this article to say that white people or black people were the only people there. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, um, it, but it did skip over that part where it said right. fans, the St. Louis Post Dispatch reported that fans headed to the game, mainly went around the protesters without stopping to look, though a few cheered their efforts. Yeah, St. Louis Post-Dispatch is full of shit.
2: Right. Because talk- we
1: have video evidence of the fact that that did, that's not what happened. Mm-mm. Um. Anyway, four days of planned events began Friday afternoon with a march outside the St. Louis County Prosecutor's Office. Protesters renewed calls for Prosecutor Bob McCullough to charge Darren Wilson, a white Ferguson officer, in the August 9th death of... Man, so long ago, it's October 12th, August ninth. death of Brown, a black unarmed 18-year-old. A grand jury is reviewing the case, and the Justice Department has opened a civil rights investigation. We still are knee-deep in this situation, said Kareem Jackson, a St. Louis rap artist and community organizer whose stage name is Tef Poe. We have not packed up our bags. We have not gone home. This is not a fly-by-night moment. This is not a made-for-TV revolution. This is real people standing up to a real problem and saying we ain't taking it no more.
2: Right, because these people actually live there. A lot of people went home, but some of these people lived there, and they're like, I got to deal with this, and I want shit to change.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if we could find Tefpo. Uh, let's see. Want to hear some of Tefpo's music? Mm-hmm. I think does the same type of oh, let's see
2: right
1: you know we has a uh, less than a thousand views on spotify
5: I'm alive inside of me, living in the mirror, see death near. No fit for my philosophy. Young black male still alive in a city where the murder ain't rise. Minimum wage, criminal face, subliminal rage. the troopers, new Colluminati, Could Illuminati through your body? through the who reborn like King Kong in a kingdom. What I lost and found, what I lost my mind. My, my tear prayer underwear, Super Mario clock, and it's got on me running out of time. Dead beat like a dead beat. This heartless, like a lost soul. soldier. I haven't tried to repeat, man. Ronnie don't pay no tag. No fact, Ryan, don't pay no tag. Look, no no Ryan, in the grave, but he can't come back on
1: yeah he sounds uh kind of political and serious uh like one of those conscious rappers and shit
2: yeah i do i do think you got the right kefpo.
1: <clears throat> yeah like at first i was like who is this and then he started talking about black people dying and shit you like that yeah, that's probably him
2: right because he's talking about his city
1: on Saturday evening, a smaller group of demonstrators joined Brown's mother at a prayer vigil in protest outside the Ferguson apartment complex where her son was shot and killed two months ago. The group then marched to Ferguson's police department. St. Louis Police Chief Sam Dotson, who spoke to a small group of demonstrators throughout the day, said the city had enlisted extra officers and was preparing for trouble, though he hoped for the best. Earlier in the week, a small group of protesters verbally clashed outside the stadium with Cardinals fans who supported oh, the Ferguson officer. Okay, so that, that my bad. Then I guess maybe the St. Louis Dispatch was talking about a different game. They're not talking about the, the same, uh, game. same
2: game.
1: Okay. okay, so maybe by then they the people were better. Because that, that Cardinals fans group i believe was there for a glenn beck rally to support darren wilson too so that's probably why they were more you know ridiculous what i ask is if people come to have their message heard That they do it in a respectful way, Dyson said, and the same thing for the other side from police supporters. Everybody has a right to have their message heard whether you like it or not. He said the city also will bolster its police presence when the St. Louis Rams host the San Francisco 49ers Monday night. The same day protesters are planning an act of of civil disobedience they expect will lead to widespread arrests. The crowd early Saturday was significantly larger than the one seen at Friday's protest. While the main focus of the march was on recent police shootings, participants also embraced such causes as gay rights and the Israeli Palestinian conflict. What? Police reported no arrest of what 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 was that have to do with Mike Brown?
2: That's my question. Who would they ask who are they asking?
1: Niggas always gotta be pressed, man. It's always gotta be somebody trying to get in on what some black people is doing. God damn it.
5: oh what's this about
1: uh yeah we're protesting the killing of innocent black men and women over the past uh like x amount of years and you
2: throw your own shit in there
1: oh cool um can i get my israeli palestinian sign in here you mind if we get a selfie with the black Ah! people real quick you is that cool you're like no yeah i'm actually here for gay rights so is there a gay rights line or something around here like okay you just put me in the front so i can get my photo op and go home i mean whichever is better for you guys right I have two sons and a daughter, and I want a world for them where the people who are supposed to be community helpers are actually helping. Where they can trust those people to protect and serve rather than control and repress, said Ashley West uh 48, uh, a Baptist pastor from Boston. The situation in Missouri resonated with West Leard. She's white and her adopted sons, ages 14 and 11, are black. What I see happening here is a moment in time. There's something bigger here. She said, organizers said beforehand that they expected as many as six to 10,000 participants for the weekend's events. Police were not able to provide a crowd estimate Saturday, but organizers and participants suggested the march's size may have approached 3,000 people. Since Brown's death, three other fatal police shootings of black males have occurred in the St. Louis area. The most recent involved an off-duty St. Louis officer who was working for a private neighborhood security patrol when he shot and killed an 18-year-old. Von, Der- Von Derrick D. Myers on Wednesday night. Uh, the white officer whose name hasn't been released fired 17 rounds at the police say Myers opened fire. Myers' parents say he was unarmed and many speakers at the Saturday rally echoed those doubts.
2: 17 rounds? God money. Well,
1: you know what's crazy? Uh, to me, the number of shots isn't my... It's normally not my issue with this kind of shit because I feel like those motherfuckers just emptied the clip right every time you know what i mean but my main issue with this with these motherfuckers is that i can't trust the police or the media either when they report this shit anymore Mm -hmm. i rely more on motherfuckers that are tweeting which right those people have a lot less uh validity right like they don't have necessarily journalistic uh schooling uh, they don't standards. have yeah they don't have to they're not vetting every statement they report right. by two and three sources like right but but for some reason it feels like you know these people are more trustworthy right than the actual uh press who doesn't even want to cover this shit mm-hmm. or the police who we know will lie. we know they will lie so and they've
2: been proven and have got sued and lost cases of a motherfucking lying
1: yeah so even if you tell me like hey well Here's the thing, guys. Uh the guy shot at us with a gun. Did he? Did he? Because everybody's saying he didn't. So, you know, the same way that so much evidence just shows that Mike Brown had his hands up when he was killed, but no yeah, you know. Did he did, did did he rush you? Was he gonna try to fight you for it? Right. That's what was happening. That's why I didn't even take a picture of your face, but you were supposed to be injured, like you know, shit like that where it's just like so much of this evidence doesn't add up. And mm-hmm. then if you question it, um, it a lot of people look at you crazy because, honestly, the white people that are following these cases seem to already have their minds made up that. The police never lie. Not that the police never lie. No, that's not it. That the black person is guilty. True. You know what I'm saying? Okay, true, true. Like, true, true. they already believe, like, well, the black kid was going to shoot him. I mean, what, what was he supposed to do? Like, yeah, well, that that might be a lie. Remember how they lied on Mike Brown like two months ago? We caught them in some lies, and how they just now admitted that they shouldn't have put the tape out because it had nothing to do with uh, the tape of the robbery out because it had nothing to do with the jaywalking mm-hmm. uh, incident. Mm-hmm. Nah, fuck that. No, mm-mm, nah, I believe he's guilty. You know, mm-hmm. so you find yourself trying to like prove the innocence of a dead person. You got to prove, right. you got to prosecute their innocence instead Um, of
2: convicting the live person on why they committed a crime
1: right i'm not even saying convicted them i mean not convicted but
2: but that's the person that should be
1: on trial not the dead person right you know we always end up in these situations where we always end up being like well i mean what was a black person doing to need to die um so yeah speaking of the shooting um uh, teen in Shaw Union died from gunshot the right cheek, uh, medical examiner says. Um, an off-duty city police officer shot and killed an 18-year-old Wednesday night, St. Louis, after the teen allegedly opened fire. Uh, shot to the head, killed an 18-year-old teenager. Shot to death Wednesday during an encounter with an off-duty police officer. Preliminary autopsy reports show that Von Derrick Myers Jr. was shot from six to seven times in the lower extremities said Dr. Michael Graham, the fatal shot entered in the right cheek and was recovered in the body. Senator Jamila uh, Nasheed had suggested a press conference earlier Thursday that the team had been shot in the back of the head, but the autopsy did not find any gunshots to the back of Meyer's head. St. Louis Police Chief Seb Dawson said the officer was off-duty working a secondary job for a private security company patrolling the Shaw neighborhood when he chased and fatally shot an 18-year-old male Wednesday night who came at him aggressively in a gangway. The teen had a gun and fired at least three shots. The officer who returned fire, the chief said. The teenager attempted to fire, but his gun jammed, Dyson said. The officer was unhurt. The officer fired 17 times, Dyson said. The death of another black teen at the hands of white police officer drew comparisons to the shooting of Michael Brown by a Ferguson police officer August 9th. The shooting unfolded in South St. Louis, not far from the Missouri Botanical Garden, led to hours of protests overnight, Wednesday and into Thursday uh, morning as an angry crowd gathered quickly then when the news thread across social media relatives and police identified the dead man as ron derrick myers jr 18 myers was wearing an ankle bracelet at the time he died a court order monitoring system as a condition of bail in a gun case according to his lawyer and police relatives of myers disputed the police version of events said myers didn't have a weapon he was unarmed said tiana myers 23 of Florissant, she said uh she was a cousin. He had a sandwich in his hand, and they thought it was a gun. It was like it's like Mike Brown all over again. Uh, Bear Bient, the manager of Shaw Market near the shooting scene, said Myers came in the store, bought a turkey sandwich and a soda about ten minutes before the shooting. Uh, Bient said he knew the young man and didn't believe he had a gun at the time. Said it didn't fit his personality. The crowd was that converged on the scene throughout the night through the night. Number about 300 at its peak. Dyson is estimated about 100 police officers are there. Random gunshots fired by someone near Shaw caused many to scatter. At least two rounds of gunshots were heard near the scene. Three police cars were damaged by pol- by protesters kicking in the vehicles' windows or taillights. Protesters, along with Senator Jamila Nasheed also showed up outside the police department's headquarters on Thursday night, demanding the shooting be investigated by the U.S. Justice Department and a blue ribbon panel appointed by Governor Jay Nixon. Dyson, was who came to the shooting scene and gave an update to reporters at midnight, said that a, un, un, the uniformed officer had been in a car when he saw three males near Shaw Boulevard around 7.30 30 p.m. Wednesday. One of the males started to run away but stopped. The officer did a U-turn and then all three ran. The officer drove through the streets, followed them, and then he got out and chased them on foot. If he's off duty, what the fuck is he doing this for? Anyway... I mean, like, if they just cause they running, you going after them, not because they did something. Um. Anyway. Um, oh, you
2: know how it is. We can't run. That's I how know. people are like you run. I'm like, run for what? I might get chased.
1: The officer followed one of the young men identified as Myers into a gangway he was running, and holding his waistband in a way that caused the officer to suspect he had a gun. Maybe his pants could have been sagging.
2: That's the truth.
1: Um but oh wait, I missed some part. Dyson who came to the shooting oh yeah. Officer drove through the streets following and got out and chased him on foot. Okay. Myers turned and approached the officer in an aggressive manner. No, don't we always do. We're always approaching them officers in aggressive manners, guys. And the officer told Myers to surrender. Myers continued to come out come at the police officer in the two struggle. A sweatshirt uh the man was wearing came off during the struggle, police said. Myers then ran from the officer. Up an incline, um, and the officer saw that he, what he believed to be a gun. He did not immediately fire because he wanted to be sure it was a firearm. Myers turned, pointed a gun towards the officer and fired at least three shots. As Myers fired, the officer returned fire. Myers continued to pull the trigger, but his gun apparently jammed. It's unclear how many times Myers was, Myers was hit. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Authorities found a gun, which appeared to have jammed after firing at least three rounds at the scene. Three bullets had, that had been fired toward the officer were also recovered. One bullet was found in the vehicle behind the officer. The trajectory showed they had been fired downhill at the officer. Police said. Police initially identified the gun as a nine millimeter Ruger, but a police source told the post dispatch that the gun mines fired at the officer was actually a nine millimeter Smith and Wesson, which was brought at Cabela's in Hazelwood on May 5th. It was then reported stolen September twenty-sixth by a man in the Ville neighborhood. The owner told police that one of his sons stole the gun. Then, when questioned, the son claimed the gun was stolen from him during the robbery that he did not report to police. It is unclear how Myers acquired the weapon. Dyson said he is unaware of any video that captured Wednesday night shooting. He said the Department's Force Investigative Unit is investigating. Police did not identify the officer, but said he is 32 and a six-year veteran of the police department. Dyson said the team who died was no stranger to law enforcement, but didn't elaborate. Court records show that Myers was scheduled to stand trial in November for unlawful use of a weapon and resisting arrest. This summer, Myers was a passenger in a car involved in a high-speed chase in St. Louis. The car crashed just after midnight. Uh, Myers got out of the car, and a police officer yelled at him to stop. Instead, Myers ran off and tossed the gun into a sewage drain. Police caught him nearby and recovered the gun, a loaded 38 caliber pistol. Myers was jailed for a few days. Then, in early July, Myers was released on bail after posting a $1,000 cash bond. Bell originally was set at $30,000 but was dropped to $10,000 after Judge Teresa Court Burke agreed with the defense notion that it was excessive. Um, so, yeah, July 8th condition is of as bail. He was activated on electronic monitoring for house arrest. He could leave his home uh, for work, school, court appearances, meetings with attorneys, and meetings with a private monitoring firm. That firm was supposed to monitor Myers' movements and contact the court if he violated the rules. Nothing in the court file indicates any violations. Susan Ryan, a spokeswoman for the St. Louis Circuit Attorney's Office, said prosecutors weren't told any violations. Myers' attorney, Peter Cohen, said going out to get a sandwich would have been okay under the conditions of electronic monitoring. Said the ankle monitor is standard in most cases. Anyone facing a gun charge in the city who's allowed out on bail. Um, If Myers had any juvenile records, it was not serious. Um, Like I said, we got to go through his whole history and give, like, whether or not he's um a criminal and how that matters in this case you know
2: yeah stuff like this made me mad because it like this if somebody dies i don't give a fuck what they did they got them dead how did they die is the questions mm. i want the answer to who did it so that they could uh be found guilty or not guilty or whatever in the court of law the person that's dead should never be on trial but it's always averse it's like you died now your family got to pay for lawyers and shit for your defense because you're dead because we're going to comb everything about their goddamn history. And it and is very, very frustrating to people of color because a lot of times this happens to people of color. A lot of times when you have these in other instances, you may comb, but a lot of times you don't comb to this goddamn degree where you can probably tell every Facebook post, tweet, email you know, job, criminal history, because you just assume that they committed murders, which makes a lot of black people mad. Even if you don't have, haven't committed any quote-unquote crimes, don't have anything on their criminal record, you'll bring up shit that all teenagers do, especially the they're young. It's just normal shit that teenagers do. Like, oh, it's, it's different for for black people than any other group of people, when statistics show that a
1: lot of times this is not true. Well, you know what's crazy to me, man? Um, I, like, I, even if, like, this police officer... And the way that it sounds, let's say he's telling the truth, right? Mm -hmm. We're in such a climate where even if this is a quote unquote righteous kill, you know, like the, where nothing, the police officer did nothing shady, the, everything went down as he said, the dude shot at him, the gun jammed, they did find a jammed gun and all this shit, right? Mm -hmm. If, if that is the case and, you know, the facts bear it out, the evidence bears it out, it it fundamentally says how much we're broken because we can't believe him.
2: Nope, I sure like, don't. Because
1: people jump to sides so fast. Um, and because this is clearly a trend at this point, mm-hmm. it's hard to believe him, even if he's right. Like,
4: right. even if
1: what he's saying did happen and this guy just decided I'm crazy, I'm gonna shoot a police officer tonight or whatever the fuck. I, it is extremely hard to just, be like, well, that's what it was, you know, Um, e- even if he hesitated and let the dude shoot at him three times, that says it was on his mind, too, like that police officer was also thinking, I can't just shoot another, another kid, like at, another kid can't die in this area because I was just trigger happy, so I let this dude shoot at me three times before going oh that's definitely a gun i could have died one of them three shots could have hit him right and he could be a, a dead police officer right now but it's just that crazy right now like i like and and the fact that you know protesters are gathering just hearing about a shooting they don't even need to know the facts just Mm-mm. we know that police are fucking lying and they did it and they killed him for no reason <laughs> right like they just showed up like fuck it you know you um, lied
2: before make us think you ain't lying this time
1: right it's like I mean, in some ways, like in the most cynical way, it feels like everybody's just playing their parts, and every everything's gonna have two sides from now on, you mm-hmm. know.
2: Which frustrates me to. It just frustrates me because everything isn't as black and as black or white as this, and you you literally need to look at things on a case by case basis. But nobody really cares at this point in time.
1: Yeah. I mean, just reading this thing, it's like maybe, hey, look, maybe he did do this shit. Now what?
2: Yeah, and I feel bad. You know what I mean?
1: Just reading the, the facts that they've gathered, but can't trust the media, can't trust the police. Protesters don't know what happened, to be honest. You know what I mean? The people mm-hmm. that are saying, well, he didn't have a gun, they don't know he didn't have a gun. They just know him, and there's and family. I mean, it's, I don't, like, my family would be biased if I did some crazy shit and— actually did it and you wouldn't ask my mama, she going to be like, no, that's fucking crazy. He wouldn't do that. right? You know what I mean? I, I, it, even if, you know, and, and it's like, even in the face of him having prior criminal shit that actually involved guns or resisting arrest, you're going to have those, the family member that's like, that's so out of character. Why would he even have a gun or resist arrest again? That don't even make sense. So right. it, it's, it's just this is just more about the level of distrust in the community not more than this one incident it's all the incidents and it's the reason that you know people want to see stuff like darren wilson get arrested they want to see this police officer undergo an investigation Mm -hmm. because we no longer can be sure that you're protecting and serving us right you know it sounds like y'all are protecting the other people and serving us up you know right in jail um, so I don't know man we'll see we'll see yeah. not not you know, not to mention i just why why would you if if the guy's not wanted for anything, you're not on duty,
2: right, which means he's probably in an unmarked car, he's probably not in his police uniform, you know, so you're you're confronting people in the public when you are not dressed as an officer of the law. How is a uh, was a common citizen supposed to know that you are not on duty?
1: Are you just gonna right and you're just gonna chase them down and go because you were running?
2: And your and your and your. I mean, what is your reason? glass
1: car. Yeah, I mean, but what is your reason as a quote unquote officer? You know, you're off duty. Who knows what you had on? Right. If the guy even identified you as an officer or whatever. Right. Um. If you even identify like yourself, yourself as police, right. you know, what is the guy supposed to think? Uh, I mean, like, it if could it just you,
2: be some stranger that he's running away from.
1: Right. Like, I don't know, man. This is this sounds like another person is dead. that probably didn't even need to be. You know what I mean? That's how it always comes across to me. But, uh, you know, they're calling for it to be investigated. We'll see what happens um you know people are thinking hey this is just more police uh racial profiling three black dudes on the corner stop and look at them they take off then it's oh i'm gonna chase them down i'm fucking turning them callahan and shit like nah man let it go let it go uh but yep so that's what happened there another dead kid um the officer says um the officer said he was chasing the man and he, the man jumped from some bushes and struggled with the officer. The man then pulled a gun and fired at the officer, and the officer returned fire and fatally shot the man. The officer was not injured, and the gun was recovered from the scene. Uh, now, I don't even know. That doesn't even match what they just described in the. Mm-mm. And the, thing, the other one said that he was confronted in the gangway, and the dude shot at him three times downhill and missed him. And then the officer, some, at some point, shot him. Seventeen times, sixteen times, or whatever. Right. I don't know, man. It's just, um, yeah. This is this is terrible right now. So, anyway, more, um, more, more bullshit coming down in St. Louis, man. I would yeah, if I was if I had the economic viability and I lived in St. Louis, I would just actually consider moving. Mm-hmm. Cause it, it's like a fucking a hunt you know it's open season on black kids out there
2: right was that i said me we will fuck with black people or fuck with ferguson
1: no nah, that's just that was some regular shit care <laughs> um state health officials um uh got their second ebola case in texas Uh, Health officials say a health care worker at Texas Health Presbyterian Hospital who provided care for the Ebola patient hospital there. Hospitalized there. They still don't say that man's name, huh? Anyway, um, tested positive for Ebola in a preliminary test. So even a hospital that treats the Ebola, their worker got Ebola. Mm
4: -hmm.
1: Although they say they know how it spread. How did they get it?
2: Right, that means somebody didn't wash their hands, somebody didn't touch you like like you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. they that's the thing about hospitals. they have all these rules and regulations and precautions, but a lot of times, just like at your normal job you you don't fucking follow all the rules and all the regulations and taking shortcuts. They do it too, but when they do it, it costs them their lives. It's not the same. Like, when they tell you to wash your goddamn hands every time you come in and out the room or wash your hands, there is a reason why. That's how diseases and germs but are spread. You,
1: but you know that more than them. Like, they know right. that more than you, can. Right, they but, work there.
2: Right, but it's their job. And just like people get lazy, they get lazy too. And if oh. somebody didn't do what they were supposed to do, and, and that's what happens. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they're normal yeah. human beings.
1: Uh, by the way, someone, uh nuclear winner brought up that uh, the dude apparently said he was in his police officer's uniform during the time of this chase. So, okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, a statement posted on the Texas Department of State Health Services website Sunday says confirmatory testing will be conducted by the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention in Atlanta. Officials say the healthcare worker reported a low grade fever Friday night, and was isolated and referred to, uh, referred for testing. Which makes you wonder, like, did they get that fever at home? You know what I mean? Or did they? So did they contact people? You know, did they take the bus? Yeah, it, and
2: and my thing is somebody brought up something in the chat room, which I'm thinking about, like, did they know that he had Ebola prior to this? So then people may have had contact with him before mm-hmm. he was tested, like before the test results and shit came out, and then
1: mm-hmm.
2: found out he had it, and then they was like, "Oh, you can now, you got it too."
1: Right, and then you have a you have that part where you start showing symptoms is when you actually like are uh, contagious. So right, when you start you, burning
2: fever, that's when you're contagious. Do you
1: make sweet love to somebody while you got a fever, because now they got it. You bet
2: not.
1: Health officials have interviewed the. That's gonna be the new excuse. Women are gonna be like, I got a fever tonight, baby. Not tonight. I might.
2: Yeah, I might get you something. I might get
1: that Ebola. Uh, health officials say uh, they have interviewed the patient and identified any contacts or potential exposures. Thomas Eric Duncan, the first person diagnosed with Ebola in the U.S., died Wednesday in Dallas. And then there's a question mark at the end. What the fuck? Uh, um, anyway, ah! AP wanted to get, did he
2: really th- die? Yeah, I think he really died.
1: AP wanted to get this one out there fast, didn't they? Uh, no proofreading, no proofreading. Um, let's see what else we want to talk about. There's all kinds of news going on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, my, my TV show, uh, um, Archer, one Mm -hmm. of my favorite TV shows, Mm -hmm. has now had, it has to give up the name for their spy agency, which was ISIS last year, because ISIS is a terrorist organization that beheads journalists. Oh,
2: but they had it way before, didn't they?
1: They had it. Right,
2: for years. That's been a name they've been using since they started. Well, not for
1: years, just since last season. They they had ISIS. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, uh. Or no, maybe, no, maybe you're right. This yes. Was, yeah, for years. Since and they started,
2: that's been it's been a running joke. Like, that's mm-hmm. been the name for a very long time because I've heard them constantly talking about it. And they were
1: hoping that the terrorist shit wouldn't blow up because they kind of heard about ISIS last season. Right. But then it kept getting worse.
2: Oh, so now they got to think of another name mm-hmm. because that's what people are going to associate it with.
1: Yeah, they said we were waiting for it to go away. At least I was, said um Mr., Uh what is his name, Uh Adam Reed, the executive producer, Uh I mean creator. And uh, back in season five, FX said this might be a thing, and I thought maybe it won't be. Maybe it'll be the mold that I'm going to ignore and nothing will happen. But nope.
2: Mm, it's wrong, so. They
1: got, they, they were selling ISIS gear.
2: Oh, yeah, because it's been a running joke in the agency.
1: Mm-hmm. So, hats and shirts and stuff. Oh, mm-hmm. oh
2: that shit got to come back.
1: Not nobody can wear them. At all. Wouldn't that be hilarious, though? Somebody was like, uh, I mean, like, cause who's going to see a ISIS on? hat and then assume that you're for the terrorists, though?
2: <laughs> where where, where in that shit?
1: Yeah, where, yay terrorism. Woo. I
2: got an ISIS city, but you know what? It would be a good time to buy because all that shit about to go on sale.
1: Uh, Yeah, it's going to a landfill somewhere.
2: Right. Well, it might be going to the people that's being killed by ISIS. You know how they take shit and ship it over to other countries.
1: Mm-hmm. You know how they say they're doing a, um, Ghostbusters re, uh, movie with all women. Mm-hmm. And, uh, for the most part, everybody's cool with it. Cause, you know, at the end of the day, uh, still gonna be directed by a man. Am I right? Come on. Yeah. Shout, shout out to JL Covan. Um, but, uh, yeah, it's, Um, you know, they're going around asking all the people from the old, um, Ghostbusters films what they think about this. Now, Ghostbusters was a long time ago.
2: What, 20, 30 years ago?
1: I don't know. It seems like about that.
2: Yeah. Feels like that. I was a little, little kid when that shit came out. Yeah.
1: It feels like it, whatever it was, um, you know, that was, it was so long ago that Bobby Brown could be in the sequel. Right as the number one pop artist at the time. So that, you know, it's that old. It's Bobby Brown, not on crack old, you know? Pre-crack. Pre-crack Bobby Brown old. That's the age that it's at. Um, So most of the people have been, you know, like, either... I just kind of like, why, why are we rebooting Ghostbusters? It's a classic or something like that, but...
2: 1984.
1: Oh, my God, that is so old. That is literally so old yeah
2: i was i was like yeah i was a little kid that's
1: why i was like yeah what is that like 30 years
2: yeah it had to be because i was a small child
1: jesus christ oh my god yeah so um here's the thing ernie hudson worked the pre R trail on behalf of ghostbusters a while back and talked to anyone that he could about a third installment of the series now that we know the next ghostbusters movie is going to be a reboot so that means hudson won't be in it he was looking for that trilogy money.
2: Right. They were saying, we're not, not going to pay y'all all that damn money.
1: Yeah. I mean, not just that, but do people want to see that? Right. I, I mean, for what I, for what it's worth, uh, Ghostbusters 2 is not even that good. Um, husband has told the UK Telegraph that he's against the idea. He thinks fans will oppose it as well. He said, it has nothing to do with the other two movies and it's all female. Then why are you calling it Ghostbusters? I love females. I hope they go that way at least they'll be funny and if they're not funny at least people hope, at least hopefully it'll be sexy I love the idea of including women I think that's great but all female I think would be a bad idea I don't think the fans want to see that um but and there's a lot of people that agree with them of course but as usual black man is the one that fucks it up yeah <laughs> our brothers always got to be the one to be let me be honest with you don't nobody want to see these women shooting up no ghost all right maybe we'll come Y'all out no
2: they are afraid of the ghost <laughs> right?
1: maybe we'll come out and be the most amazing thing but in my opinion i think it's going to be wrong to do another movie that doesn't didn't include the gods and that didn't include me which is the real truth.
2: yeah he wanted to get paid yes yeah. why would you ask these people of course they're Angry and mad, because they're not going to make a dime off of this one, because they probably not, they probably not ain't going to have them on as, like, background characters. They're like, fuck, we're just going to reboot, because y'all going to ask for too much money.
1: Well, Bill Bill Murray said he wouldn't, Bill Murray said he wouldn't do it.
2: Ah, uh, and that's like So,
1: they, I mean, yeah. I don't know what the fuck the problem is. They might as well do something with these women, because nobody's going to do this shit with y'all, you know? like
2: Right, and everybody would have came for him. The rest of y'all hadn't done shit since.
1: Exactly. So... I don't know, man. I feel like he, he's talking a good game, but at the end of the day, they weren't going to make a tr- a fucking third Ghostbusters. So you might as well just chill out. And it really doesn't have anything to do with it being women. Uh, you know, if they, what, they haven't even ghost- cast it yet. I can see if he said, okay, looking at this cast list, these women that they're casting aren't funny.
2: Right. That, that, and the, you have to think, what, I mean, what are you going to call it? Senior Citizens Ghostbusters? These dudes is old. Right. This 30 years ago, so with how it was, add 30 more years to it. So these dudes in their 60s and 70s, possibly.
1: Right. They don't be taking naps and shit. Right. Um. Someone wrote, uh, Tim Teeman for the Daily Beast wrote, why blackish has a gay problem.
2: A mm, hundred. I don't even know. I'm just giving it a hundred for fucking with me. I Yeah, that's some bullshit, but go ahead.
1: Uh The second episode of Blackish was rumbling along, not scintillatingly, not appallingly, just rumbling along. One of the central themes was a the parent struggling to talk to his teenage son about sex. This is a familiar comedy trope. Typically, the kernel of the joke is parental nervousness versus teenage knowledge, and the teen's eyes roll in embarrassment at their parents' lameness. <coughs> Blackish focuses on the Johnsons, a well-off black family, and like the other ABC family-focused sitcoms, Modern Family in the Middle, it's full of smarts. It zips like all comedy scene. to zip today, quick and nimble. It's tone, affectionate, snark. Dre, Anthony Anderson, the middle-aged dad, is a bit of a doofus, trying to adapt, yet uh, yet outpaced by the modern world. Rainbow, Tracy Ellis Ross, the mom is comically self-involved. Pops, Lawrence Fishburne, and the grandpa is crotchety and rye, and the children are smarter than all of them. As Dre mulled over how to talk to Andre Jr. about sex, Pops appears while his son was stretching. It looks a little gay, Pops told him. It looks a little gay? The act of stretching? Really? I guess a man doing yoga would be the sign that he's become the long-lost cousin of Liberace. I had thought, stupidly, television was done with the lazy, insulting phrase or something being gay, of an action being seen as gay, of people being told not to be so gay. I remember his defenders claiming it didn't mean gay, and when they said it, you know, it's just, you know, lame. They didn't realize that by using the term gay and lame as interchangeable, they neatly demonstrated their own homophobia and the intrinsic homophobia of something deem- being deemed as gay. Blackish is many outbreak of, many, in my, in many outbreak of gay fear happened on the same day that ABC came in third place out of four with a score of 34% in the gay and lesbian alliance of, uh, against defamation, Glad network responsibility index, which creates the quality and inclusiveness of LGBT comment and t- content and TV shows, LGBT characters across four broadcasts and 10 cable networks my co- colleague kevin fallon hailed last year rightly as a year of welcome change which makes moments like this in a black and blackish feel much more depressing particularly as the issue of black homophobia is so, is so charged in itself whatever blackish is ease with deploying the phrase shows abc's own apparent ease with the lazy gay insult in prime time even more surprising and saddening it crops up on a supposedly radical equality signaling show about an upper-middle-class class, uh, upper class black family. It might be seen, seem like a throwaway phrase and not something to get too riled up about, but a fundamental attitude about someone's or a TV show's attitude towards homosexuality, homosexuality is neatly enshrined in Blackfish's disparaging use of the word gay as dismissiveness, an easy laugh, a deliberate lazy play to a gallery of stereotypes. Yes, it's a fleeting moment spoken with a jokey smile. It's not violent, nor does it overtly incite hatred. But in its own swiftness, its own immediate signaling to the audience of the blackish thinks about of what blackish thinks about gay people's uh, gay people. Pops, it looks a little gay is insulting. Imagine the rightful morning at the furor if a racial slight had been broadcast in primetime. You know, what's funny about this to me is i read that you know we watched each, every episode mm-hmm. i saw this scene as showing how uh non-pr and um ridiculous the pop figure is he's so quote-unquote old school because right. he's kind con- he doesn't just say st- it wasn't just as gay and so he spent the first three episodes saying nothing but um like Things that would be politically incorrect in today's time, right. but but were okay in his time. Like that's pretty much his whole role. Lawrence Fish, by the way, Lawrence Fishburne's knocking that role out the he's park. He's
2: killing it, ain't he?
1: But, um, it's only funny because it's inappropriate that he's, that he's so inappropriate and that they've almost given up on the fact that, like, you know, when he brings up something, like he, he also doesn't think talking to your kids is okay right you know like, like
2: what you talking to him for
1: right he's like you just put some condoms on the on the dress and walk out you know like you don't have a talk with your kid you you know and that's the generational gap is is what the source of a lot of humor is mm-hmm. the old school politically incorrect kind of wrongish way that he looks at everything then there's Andre in the middle who uh has the you know played by Anthony Anderson who has the like um modern sensibilities but still kind of some of that old school um uh, brainwashing or whatever in them mm-hmm. and then there's a son who's just kind of totally outside of black identity and 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 whatnot uh and 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 you know and it's kind of seen as like a class struggle and age struggle mm-hmm. and ideology struggle so to reduce it to well, they made this one joke and it was offhanded and all of a sudden um, now the whole show is homophobic seems to be a bit much in my opinion.
2: Right, and you and you just looking for something. Like you literally were looking for something. This like I say, this is one of these things where uh I well, first of all, I wanna apologize to uh blackish because I'm not even gonna lie, I still think the name is lazy, which was a turn off for me from the very beginning.
1: Why do, why do you keep saying that? What's lazy about the name?
2: I don't know. I just I don't know. I just wanted to be named something different. I don't know. Because I heard blackish and I was in my mind I just was under the assumption like what exactly are you gonna talk about? I ain't know how it was gonna be presented to me. Um honestly just not being open minded to tell you the truth. I just heard blackish and was like, Oh, this is gonna be some bullshit. I'm gonna list I'm I'm gonna check this out. This is gonna be some uh some old Bama hip-hop shit where y'all just do some black people on your network just to say we got some black folks. And I was like, nope, don't want to see it. Honestly, truthfully, I was like, you're lazy with the name. Call it something else. But now as I begin to see the show, I'm like, okay, I understand why you named it that. But just hearing initial blackish, I was like, "Mm, that's just the truth. I was like, nope, didn't
1: want to hear it. It just To me, it it reminds me of how people just like, hate bt because it got black in the name but then like if you actually check out some of the programming there's nothing wrong with it
5: that's true but it's
1: a running joke in our community because black people kind of hate ourselves and we hate the things we produce and we hate things being too black and we hate you know white people seeing us be black so it's kind of like that self-hate thing like i didn't it didn't cross my mind to hate the show because once i found out larry wilmore is involved it's gonna be great Larry Wilmore's not going to you own his book like I didn't know that he's not going to come out here and embarrass the entire fucking race he's not writing for the show any longer but the only reason he's not writing for the show right now is because he got the job of my uh to be the host of minority report which is replacing the Colbert report um after Colbert leaves and that happened unexpectedly but he was planning on being for the show for the long haul at no point did I think to myself this show is going to embarrass black people this is terrible you know, I did think like it could not be my cup of tea because I don't like sitcoms and I especially don't like the, the, the kind of office version that they do, like Modern Family, where they do the, uh, confessionals where you're talking directly to the camera and mm-hmm. then they show like what happened. But they don't do that. This is more of a straightforward show. There's no laugh track. It's really fucking good. Yes, it is. Um, and, um, you know, more importantly, um, I like that it, it, does kind of tackle things through a lens of uh generations? Yes. You know, um uh, I think that's kind of cool, you know.
2: Yes, but I but I'm thinking for me, like I said the and I know I'm not the only one cuz I've talked to yeah. other people that was like the name the flat name just was like nope, just just completely just turned me off because i was like okay you could have called it anything else and no it's and i'm not one of those people you know me i'm not one of those people that just i'm turned off because it has black in the name i was just like uh because
1: but you can't but you don't have a reason that you were though other than it's called blackish and that definitely because it got black in the name that that's what it was that time i'm not saying you're always like that but that's what you were just now? It was uh yeah, black Well
2: it call, if you'd call black people in America, I'd be like, Oh, okay, I'd I'd i that out, but when you say but black, you is, call it black like, no. there's
1: nothing funny about black people in America, it? No, it's I, not. I can't sell you a sitcom and say it's black people <laughs> in America. It's blackish is a good name, you know. Um I think that the the people just you know, it's the same thing with the Raven Simone thing where people just assume that it's gonna be some type of mockery of black people.
2: Right, right, and that, okay, okay, now, now, now that I'd agree with, I was like, okay, ABC, what are you gonna do with this show? Do something good, just don't put it up there just to put it up there, put up something with some good contact content.
1: But if, if you remember when they brought it up, my, my only thing was, who's writing it and who's doing it? Cause if it's written by fucking Tina Fey, then all of a sudden I'm like, okay. But because because I don't trust her history with black culture to just be like, yeah, you're going to go and make a good show.
2: Okay, I I did my research.
1: Right. But this is that thing where black people like we limit ourselves. We police ourselves a lot of times and set our own seeds for destruction because we're limiting other black people from coming out here and expressing themselves and do this sitcom before they even get a chance. You know what I mean? Like. Uh, I remember when, you, you know, when I first played this, you left the room one time when I was trying to play it. I'm, it's like, what could be, <laughs> what, like, what do you think is about to turn out? Everybody's going to be in blackface or some shit? Like, I didn't know what to expect. Right. But you left the room as it to say, I don't even want to see the shit. Like, I don't even want to give it a chance. You know, I saw people on Twitter the first episode. I don't even want to give the show a chance. Fuck this show. It's going to embarrass us. And it's, it's very weird that we would do that. Because the people involved with the show are black people and they're on a national spotlight. So if you feel in some type of black togetherness uh, and and you feel like you're taking a stance out of black solidarity, I definitely wouldn't be taking it that way. You know, it's not like Tyler Perry got a show on ABC. You know, these Anthony Anderson, Larry Wilmore, uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, like these are names. These are people who have done like really good work. You know what I mean? Anthony yeah, Anderson I'm, was great on uh the shield. He has uh, you know, he's had a couple stints um uh where he tried to like get, get TV shows started before, but he's never really done a comedy like this.
2: That that's that's true, but I'm not I'm not even gonna lie. I don't do my research for shows. I either look and say yay or nay, like I do movies, I'm either gonna like it or not. Mm. And yeah, that's my bias about that. I'm not mm. even gonna lie, I was like blackish. Nope, the name just completely turned me off, but I'm glad I did open up my mind and give it a chance, and I see other people following me, they was like, well, I didn't think it was going to be good, I didn't think some of the jokes and things were funny, and I tell people, go, you know, go check it out, you know, I'm not that, um, how you could say, single, um, I guess, not not that biased where I won't even uh eventually give it a chance because I will see people tweet about it and so many people said they were enjoying it. I was like, you know what? I think I'm going to check this out because so many people said that the show was good and enjoyable and as I watch it now I understand why they called it that. I guess because I didn't understand the purpose of the reasoning for calling it blackish. So I was like, why the fuck would you call it that? I don't like that title. No.
1: Yeah, and like I said, I just think that people um you know are are jumping to so many conclusions and just like this and they're watching with an agenda just like just like this dude did he's watching with an agenda to be like now i'm only gonna view this through the gay lens of kind of how how i decide that it should be featured now here's the thing i'm not saying he's wrong for doing that but i think that it's silly to watch anything with just one agenda you know i I understand that people do that shit like i'm gonna watch this and i just want to see how black people are represented i'm gonna watch this i'm only want to see this how this is represented if that's your thing and you're just gonna be really really sensitive about anything that's brought up around that then you're probably gonna be disappointed with most comedies and you probably could pull the same thing with anything and not to mention especially if you're gonna do it two episodes into a show right
2: give it the time you
1: know like there's a there's a way where you can say uh something is a trend that you know like the black gangsters quote unquote uh, sons of anarchy that's a four-year trend at this point you know what i mean of the black people that aren't even scary looking but they just they're scary to to, to the white viewers of the show because they black that's a trend but yeah. going two episodes in the blackish and going, I saw this one joke, fuck this show. You know?
2: And And I guess for me, because I don't watch TV with an agenda. Like, if I tap out, I just don't watch the shit. So I'm not going to watch it. I don't watch TV angrily. I don't watch with motives. I don't watch going and saying. well, I'm just going to find, I'm pissed and I, these are my issues and whatever they say, I'm just going to write a goddamn think piece about it. I don't watch it like that. So for, I guess for me, this article would have never came from somebody like me. I either watch it or I don't.
1: Yeah. I'm not asking. I'm not trying to, I'm not. Yeah. This is not about you. Honestly, this, this is just, there's a lot of people that were just like you that didn't get a show a chance. And honestly, Larry Wilmore would not have put this shit out here and let it be whack. Like, Mm. It's just, like, the most it could have been was unfunny, and I don't think Larry Wilmore would have even done that.
2: No, because he's a very, very funny dude, and uh, the grandpa, Lawrence Fishburne. That's, no, I think this is the first time I've ever seen him in a funny role. Like, literally a funny, am I the mm-hmm. only one going, has this nigga ever did a funny role? hmm And when I tell y'all he killed it, he killed it. So if you're on the fence or you're considering it, uh, give Blackish a try because it is actually a really, really good thing, and they extended it for a full season.
1: Larry Wilmore worked on the Bernie Mac show. I enjoyed that show. Right. Everybody did. It's, you know, wrote for the daily show, you know, um, like he, he's just not, I don't know, man. It's just, I just think black people, sometimes we won't give ourselves a chance to succeed. Cause it's just like, you know, it's black. It must be bad. Or if it's not bad, it's going to let these white people know how we really are. And it's,
2: and, and and, and and I guess, for me, it goes back to the research thing, which I don't do. I'm not even going to lie. Because I was like, if it's black people and it's not truly written for a black perspective, it's gonna. in my mind, I was like, this is going to be some bullshit.
1: But why wouldn't it be written for a black perspective? Like, why would you assume it wouldn't be?
2: Because there's a lot of shows that come out that are written and you go... This isn't funny. You're calling it blackish. We are the black jokes. You, I mean, uh, maybe that's just me and you go, No, nah, I okay. get it. Like, no. Kind of like,
1: kinda like the first few seasons of the Cleveland show.
2: Right. You, this, Where it's
1: like, obviously these people have no black writers. Okay. What is this shit?
2: And I think that was my kind of my perspective. I was like, if it's going to be like that, I don't want to watch it because that shit not funny to me.
1: Right. But, you know, once again, it, it wasn't that hard to find out who wrote the shit. Like, I just couldn't see myself dismissing the show like this. Because we don't get very many opportunities like this. True. I would not just dismiss something like this without even, like, looking into it a little bit. Because, that you know, you know, I mean, we talked about it on the show before. Well, I was just like, yeah, I'm going to give it a shot. Because, you know, the only way I could really find myself being upset with this show is if um, it's written by white people with just black people as the, the painting, you know, on the outside.
2: Right. And, and not really coming from a, a, a black places uh, for the comedy so you're like that don't really relate to me or or or, Mm -hmm. or you're relating on the surface you're not really digging down into uh, into more of of uh black comedy
1: so later in this article he's talking about later after taking his own shirt off in the supposed show of manliness dre freaked out when andre jr copied him two shirtless dudes standing around for a while starts to look weird dre told him let's be clear here weird means gay and the expression on Dre's face curdled, disgust, fear, apprehension, all in one delightful scowl made it clear that that the idea of being thought of as weird slash gay meant to him, and by extension, that he wanted his son to feel as the thought of it, too. It underscored that homosexuality is bad. Homosexuality is something to be feared, and that you must be watchful or fearful of doing or saying anything that might indicate you are gay or that seems gay you know anything too sensitive thoughtful too sharing too out there like you being two men with your shirts off what would people think i didn't get that i mean that's what i'm saying i feel like he was searching for
2: right okay that because it was because
1: to me that it was just my my dad and like two men with their shirts off as far as the father son sex talk was gonna be weird it was already a weird moment dre completely freaks out and makes it overly weird by walking in there and talking around sex without really talking about sex and then he you know does the stuff like because he because his wife was telling him like hey you're not you're the one who's not open you don't know how to relate to the kids you're not gonna be able to go in there and talk about this and so he thinks taking his shirt off is more of a um more of a way to expose you know that he's comfortable then actually to discuss what he came in there to talk about, which was sex.
2: Right. And at the end of the conversation he was like, I know that I was like, nigga, you ain't talk about nothing. And I think his
1: son taking his shirt off shows is a reflection of him to like show him like how fucking inappropriate and stupid this idea was.
2: Right. And then he comes back later on and he's like, uh daddy, um taking our shirts off ain't normal because the kids at school say that's
4: not normal. That's not how their
1: fathers talk to them about it. Uh, Throughout the episode, Andre Jr. showed these qualities of being too open and sharing, of being too, quote-unquote, gay, as pops would have it, or of not being manly and closed off enough, and the episode spent much uh comedic time showing how this openness freaked his father out, and he wanted to bond with his son, shirts off, talking husky, masculine generalities, his son wanted to know about sexual positions see like yeah i feel like he's reading that those things are saying gay but those weren't implied to be gay in my opinion no like i think andre jr is implied to be soft and have come up in a time where there's like uh what where race is not as big an issue right and class is not as big big issue. issue and talking about your feelings isn't as big an issue right but i don't think that the whole joke is andre jr is gay and i think if they wanted to make that joke they would just come out and make that joke. The show doesn't seem afraid of making these jokes. Nope. Uh, you know, if if that's what they were gonna do, um, it, it, I don't know. I feel like this person was just kind of like reaching a bit. You know. Uh-huh. Now I'm not saying. Now here's the thing, though. Earlier he was like, "Well, if they would have said something racial on a different show, you would have been mad." I can't speak for everybody. I wouldn't have been because I'm not that kind of person. Maybe. I don't sit around going, "Oh, they call something ghetto." on uh, modern family and honestly I need to see think pieces oh, about this. I
2: don't have time for that.
1: Yeah, I I'm I'm okay. You Me know. Too. I'm, a, I'm a big boy.
2: Yeah. You're not gonna see no flags burn, sorry. Yeah,
1: we just spent last week talking about how, you know, <laughs> Simone, we don't get and Thug Kitchen are not wrong in our opinion. Nope. So The status quo was after half an hour of joking and mugging for the camera was that Andre Jr. should ask his mother for sexual specifics. He readily agreed, saying his shirtless father was embarrassing and weird and signaling that quite independently, too. He had his own idea of what being too gay might mean. Okay, so let me just ask this. If you are homosexual and your father comes in the room and takes off his shirt, that's not weird to any child to to gay straight anything <laughs> that's not weird right so they couldn't have just meant weird it had to mean gay it couldn't have possibly just mean weird because i feel like independent of your sexuality your parents taking their shirts off in your room is gonna be fucking weird for 99 percent of human beings
2: right and i don't care what your sexuality is you gonna look at them like um wash your shirt off
1: um but yeah man i you know i just think that uh I, you know, you watch with an agenda, that's what you're gonna get, but right. I think the show is actually funny. I, I think do too. it's a lot deeper than just being gay, not being gay, mm-hmm. gay issues, uh, or whatever. Um, I'm sure this person will get, yeah, 180 comments, so they probably got thousands, thousands of clicks and likes and shares and shit. Oh, yes. You know, um, but, uh, you know, I, I think, uh, I think the show is self-aware, and this is one of the things that I don't like about, um, A lot of liberals in general and people who watch shows with agendas when they don't want to get a joke, they don't get it right. Like when it would do their agenda more um, attention to go, oh, this joke is about such and such. And that is never funny because real people are out here being hurt. And this and And whenever you want to pull that card on any single joke, you can Right. And, and it's only your pet joke. Right. This guy didn't write about the, uh, untold issues of, of racism in the show. Cause you could say the show is racist if you decide that jokes aren't funny and all jokes are serious and mean exactly what they mean. So, right. you know, when the father, uh, makes jokes about how, uh andre is soft and his son is even softer and he's failing as a father for even having a conversation with him about sexuality or when he brings up you know stuff about um you know andre's job or uh his this son wants to be white in the first episode the show is aware of what it's putting out there mm-hmm. and that is the joke the show is aware that saying gay is bad is bad and that pops looks like a fucking neanderthal in that scene mm-hmm. that's the joke but if you decide as the guy at home with his with his blog that i decide i'm not going to get the joke and i'm going to write my think piece about it there you go you don't you don't have to try to get the joke somehow this guy thought it was okay all the other racial jokes because the show's named blackish and black people can make racial jokes but don't you dare talk about some gay shit
2: right you like know? that's off topic come
1: on now you know it's the same way my friend vic he'll watch family guy but he'll get upset when family guy makes any joke about black people but oh, family the joke family guy makes reprehensible jokes constantly
2: about everybody one
1: one of the jokes that Vic loves on that show is when aquaman can't go onto the beach to save a woman who's about to be raped by a dude and aquaman is like i bet you won't come in this water and say that you know, and he, and Vic loves his joke. Like he can't even tell you about the scene without almost tears coming out of his eyes. But then the one time that, uh, Chris, uh, that Peter was like, um, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm high cracked. He's like, well, where'd you get crack from? He said, I bought it from blacks. And, uh, Brian was like, that's racist. And then Peter's like, no, blacks hardware, uh, behind, you know, so and so store. But he's like, I don't like that joke. What? You know what I mean? Because he doesn't like it because he talked about buying crack from black people. That's you. That's not the show.
2: That's a personal issue. What the fuck
1: were you even doing laughing at anything then? You right. know, that's how Why that you shit watching the show Yeah, well, like, how is anything funny to you if correct that shit is, the you know, reprehensible or whatever? So, um, to me, this is no different, man. And I know people want to be mad about that shit and everybody has their pet issues and, you know, it'd be mad if you're going to be mad. I mean, there's nothing I can do about it, but yeah i i'm i'm not i'm not on board with that Mm -mm. you know what i mean but yeah i read that and i was just like well somebody gotta you gotta have your pet issue man i guess so gotta do your shit paula Patton finally found for divorce
2: about time that took a while I guess she
1: wanted to completely embarrass him and let him yeah, guess, not sell any albums.
2: Yeah, I guess she wanted to see how that wood album split sales went and was like, you know what? That's good.
1: They do have a four-year-old son. So he's involved in this.
2: Oh.
1: Mm-hmm. Never see them with their son. Where are those pictures?
2: Mm-mm. They, you know, don't maybe they, I mean, they the might care. just be
1: more private or whatever, but.
2: Right, I have a nanny take care of yeah, it. Yeah,
1: Kanye and uh, Beyonce and shit, they always got pictures of their kids. Like, I wonder where their kids at, man. Where their kid at. Uh, Paula only sold 24,000 units in the US. Um, so, uh, Ooh. man, that's not a lot.
2: Ooh, that's more than the population of Charlotte,
1: North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Not as I mean, less. it's
2: less. I'm sorry. I meant less than the population of Charlotte, North Carolina. Less
1: than the population of uh, some some yeah, schools, uh, probably.
2: Right. <laughs> it's is more children in one school.
1: Anyway, uh, she getting that divorce, man. So keep on knocking, knocking, knocking. Red Bull is paying ten dollars to customers uh, who uh, did a class action lawsuit. Um, because those customers were disappointed that the drink didn't actually give them wings, Karen. Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> mhm. They didn't put disclaimer on the thing. Uh,
1: they probably didn't think you have to. Yeah. No. Cause that's stupid. Right. When, it's, it's
2: dumb as hell. But it's one of them things where now people just put. Please do not try this at home. Red Bull does not give you wings. Please don't jump off of cliffs. You almost always have to do that bullshit now because if you don't somebody does that shit they'll sue you
1: red bull gives you wings has been the energy drink slogan for nearly two decades now the company has agreed to pay out about 13 million dollars after settling a u.s class action lawsuit that accused red bull of making false and misleading advertising claims uh red bull does not it turns out give you wings even in the figurative sense red bull says in its marketing that the drink can improve concentration and reaction speeds but The plaintiff in the case said these claims were false and lacked scientific support. While the suit did not allege that plaintiffs were disappointed that they didn't suddenly sprout wings, it does say that Red Bull relies on a lot of terms like wings and boosts to give consumers the impression that the drink gives people some sort of physical lift or enhancement. If If the proposed settlement is passed by the U.S. District Court of the Southern District of New York, where a hearing will play will be take place March two thousand fifteen Red Bull will be required to pay six point five million into a settlement fund within a week. The settlement says Red Bull will reimburse customers disappointed the energy drink hasn't lived up to their expectations with either a check or for ten dollars or a voucher for fifteen dollars of Red Bull products. This could prove costly as the class action suit covers the millions of people who have bought at least one can of Red Bull over the past five, uh, ten years. Mm. People wanting to make a claim can fill out a form, which can be found here, or by calling this number, or by posing for their completed form for the uh Class Action Laws uh, Action Settlement Administrator at Energy Drink Settlement and, email, and yeah, mailing it. I'm
2: glad I'm not a judge, man. I'm like, if y'all don't get this bullshit out of my courtroom.
1: The suit was brought by a number of gray, uh, Red Bull drinkers, one of whom said he had been drinking the product since 2002, but had no improvement in his athletic performance. Uh of man. course
2: not. They don't promise you that.
1: Mhm. Uh Red Bull's making so much money they got they might pay it. That's crazy.
2: Just to get this the fuck on and from now on whenever like Red Bull, you going from now on, that commercial going Red Bull does not give you wings. Mm-hmm. I mean it's wings, ring. wings.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Does not boost your energy, does not promise you anything. You will not fly, you will not soar. You will not improve, jump mm-hmm. better, or anything from now on. Bitch, that because they're not gonna change their motto because that's a motto that has has been like their their thing for years.
1: Yeah. Uh, Phil Robertson, the guy from Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. Uh, he came out and said it's impossible to get us STD or STI through biblically correct sex.
2: Oh, you don't know how the body functions then, do you? Because there's a lot of say, sanctified, holy ghost filled people out there with STDs,
1: baby. It looks like he's giving a speech at some church on this video. Like, what? And he's not even dressed up like a preacher. He's just in this Duck Dynasty gear with shades and his beard flowing. And that, apparently that's all you need. Um, let me see if I can play the video.
5: that's low
0: in matters of are you ready sexuality the bible said, one man one woman that's what I made to begin with for this reason we have a male and a female for that reason those two can come together and be married and when they marry What God has joined together, let man not separate. Man marries woman. They can procreate, fill the earth with offspring. You need to stay together just like that. You know what those two will never have? They will never have a sexually transmitted disease. You know why? They keep their sex between the two of them. They can't catch a sexually transmitted disease. Biblically correct sex is safe. It's safe. You're not going to get chlamydia, gonorrhea, syphilis, AIDS. If you man marries a woman and neither one of you have it and you keep your sex between the two of you, you're not going to get ever... A sexually transmitted diseases. And the masters of exceptions will always say, well, what about a blood transfusion? You may get a... I'll give you that. But you say, is it rare? It is very, very rare. You say, why is there so many debilitating, horrible diseases? Bring them down all over America and worldwide. Because they say, we're going to follow our orthodox liberal opinion. Just breed anything and anybody. Just have at it. Go for it. Don't be bridle[s] and shackles and live a life of restraint before God Almighty. Don't do that. But every last one of you, I've been immoral, by the way, and every last one of you probably, there there's maybe a handful in here that have never been sex immoral, but most of you have been right? That was a quiet. Do we have to talk about this, Phil? Look, God's way is the safe way. That's all I'm saying. True or false? Man meets woman, marries her, keeps his sex right there. The children come. The chances of them getting a sexually transmitted disease, would you say it's almost zero? You can say it.
1: All right. So, Karen, can't get STDs if you have married faithful sex. Mm. <clears throat> By the way, also true if you have married gay sex. All right. Then you're not cheating on each other odds of getting the STD seems to be pretty low.
2: And you're under the assumption that nobody has a sexually transmitted disease prior to you, to these two people getting together. Mm-hmm,
1: yep. The biblical way here. can. Mm-hmm. Virgins till you get married, like it says in the Bible.
2: Nah, no, that's not realistic. Most people has had some form of intimacy <clears throat> prior to their I don't, I don't even think it marriage.
1: says that in the Bible, though. Mm-hmm. But it's funny. Um, You know what's funny also, though, is... um. Some people consider children an STD. You know, I do.
5: Oh.
1: Like that's that's one you got to live with for the rest of your life. Can't get rid of, your, of
2: No, not until you die. They die. They're yours yeah.
1: forever. It's like everybody's had that talk. They're like, oh, my period's late, which means I think I caught a child. Ah. and you got it too. That's why I'm calling yeah. you. We you need all to get we yourself all checked. got this STD. You need to get yourself checked because you got it too. Uh, and that's the only STD that the government will get involved in, garnish half your wages, come, come to your house, Come on. throw you in jail. They don't throw you in jail for having herpes, but they will throw you in jail for not taking care of your kids.
2: Yes, they will. Take all your money. Take your mm-hmm. check before you get your check. Uh,
1: which is funny, though, because, like I said, there's people that you can be homosexual and in a committed relationship and have the same chance of not catching an STD as anybody, right? It's that thing where they're also associated homosexuality with promiscuity, with promiscuousness, or this idea that well, if you're gay in your marriage, you can't possibly keep it in your pants. But um, last time I checked, there's a lot of straight people out here cheating on each other. I mean, Paula Patton mm-hmm. just got a divorce. Oh,
2: come on
1: now. You know, it's just very, very weird. But uh, these are the people that are on the TV, uh, Duck Dynasty folks. They're making money hand over fist. Um... You know, he has been in trouble for saying stuff in the past, but because he was only let go for eight days. And remember when I said that boycott culture shit can be two ways. Mm-hmm. People supported A&E and wanted them to and said, I'm boycotting A&E till he's back on the air. He got back on the air in eight days. So now, of course, he's out here saying more and more reckless shit. Why? Because why the fuck not? What are you going to do to him? Turn down for what? Right. Turn down for what i say he
2: said roger goodell and Andy, fuck y'all
1: right what are y'all gonna do about it um new jersey high school football team has some hazing incident uh that got uh everybody in trouble we talked about football culture before we talked about how it can lead to like sexual abuse and stuff and right i've even said several times on the show the guys can be sexually abused
2: yes they can
1: Daily Hazen on a New Jersey high school football team allegedly involved seniors shoving fingers up the rectums of younger players. I believe that. Yeah, I know a guy who he said he was on a football team and they had hazing and shit. And he asked, I ever play football in high school. And I said, no, he's from a very small town in South Carolina. And when I asked him like specifically what was done to him, he was shut down like I was talking to a sexual assault victim. And I'm not joking.
2: Because he was.
1: Maybe, I don't know that he was or not, but I'm just right. saying he shut down the same way, the same way that people that have had a traumatic experience shut down.
2: Right. Cause, that was and whole- he was
1: saying it to me out of a sense of like, com- like, yeah, cause it was so cool to play football and shit. And I was like, yeah, I couldn't see myself letting anybody haze me. And he was like, man, nah, they did some things to the younger kids, you know, like you, like you do it to them. So that, you know that they tough and they do it to you. You know, when you're coming in the team, and I was like, "Well, like what?" And then he would just be like, "Nah, I don't want to tell you." And it wasn't that like I don't want to tell you because it's so cool. It was just like if you've never had this done to you and experienced it, we're not gonna be able to share this experience because
2: because you're not gonna understand. You're gonna it. think
1: it's completely fucked, fucked up. up. And I Regardless really, of
2: what it was at yeah. the time,
1: I remember, and I was like, you know, me, I didn't know what I was stepping into, and also I didn't realize like. How serious he was. So I was making jokes trying to guess what it was. And I remember being like, was he sticking broom handles up each other's butt and stuff? He was like, nah, you know, they hold down the freshmen and like, I was like, and then what do they do? They do such and such. And I said it as like a joke. And then he just like, man, it's, it, I just, I don't want to talk about it. Like, don't worry about it. Oh. You know, um, but yeah, it says, um, uh, it would start with a howling noise from a senior football player at sarahville war memorial high school and the locker room lights were abruptly shut off and here's the other thing too that's funny is um this is just the school that got caught and this is only because of changing in the time and the mentality
3: right. of
1: our youth and our culture that we're realizing hey these things aren't cool
2: this shit has been happening for a very, very, very long time. A lot of that stuff has been happening for generations among generations. And, you know, children, just happen to children that come home. And a lot of their families were like, well, I had to go through it. You know, that's just a part of the process. You know, 30, 40, 50, 60 years were for, you know, this shit happening in these areas. And a lot, not that they can't happen in larger communities, but a lot of times they're in small communities where it's football above all or sports above all. Yeah. Uh, because in a lot of the larger cities, people are like, nah, fuck that shit. Shut that shit down. We're not dealing with that.
1: Yeah, and this is just one team that got caught. Right. Um, like I said, there's other cities where they also have a small town, mm-hmm. but football is everything mentality, and uh, that shit has been going on for decades.
2: They just haven't been caught yet.
1: In the darkness, a freshman football player would be pinned to the locker room for his arms and feet held down by multiple upperclassmen. Then the victim would be lifted to his feet while a finger was forced into his rectum. Sometimes the same finger was then shoved into the freshman player's mouth.
4: Oh! Mm Mm-hmm.
1: Now, they have won three state championships in the past four years, so it's definitely working. Uh, The football team head coach had to decline to comment on the allegations. Many parents, however, feel conflicted about the cancellation of the city, claiming that the players shouldn't be... Uh, I mean, cancellation of the season, claiming that the players shouldn't be punished for something that adults should be responsible for monitoring.
2: Can, what?
1: Yeah, cause football over everything, Karen.
2: They cancel. G- g- I'm glad they canceled the season. Cancel the goddamn. Nope, 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 nope. Cause we need to investigate and find out what the fuck
1: happened. It's just a little sexual assault, Karen. The, the, the adults are the ones in trouble. The, the coach should be fired, not the, like not the players.
2: Not the players that were What did they do the- wrong? They sexually assaulted other players on the team. but Other
1: than that. Heard. Other than that. I mean, honestly, if security was on duty.
2: People are dumb when it comes to sports, man.
1: Madeline Thalette. Who knows? Some of the shit goes on so long, the coach could be a product of it. You never right. know. Madeline Thalette, speaking up at Tuesday night's board of education meeting, said her son was one of the members of the team interviewed by investigators. She downplayed the hazing while protesting the cancellation of the season. I was at the police station with him when they were questioning him. They were talking about a butt being grabbed. That's about it. A butt being grabbed. Okay. No one was hurt. No one died. I don't understand why they're being punished. I think that the forfeited game was a punishment enough.
2: Oh. oh, my. People go blindly for this bullshit, don't they?
1: Mm-hmm. It's football, care. It's all the people care about.
2: So you don't care about the players getting sexually assaulted. You don't care about them sexually assaulting females. None of that Who shit knows? matters. Maybe
1: her son was one of the victimizers. Maybe he was a victim, but he's definitely not going to tell her. Right. Why would he? Yep. Um. Houston stripper Johnny Blaze. I'm very familiar with her work. Clank, oh, wait. Didn't we already talk about her? She said the, Drake sent thugs to her to try to make her not talk about they slept together. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. Johnny Blaze. I almost talked about that story twice. Sorry, fellas.
2: That's how important it is.
1: A uh, teacher humiliated a teen girl by showing bikini photo at an assembly. A teacher at an English secondary school downloaded a teenager's student uh, teenage student's bikini photo from Facebook. Of the student? Mm-hmm. He said, let me uh, download your picture from Facebook. Why did she think that was appropriate? Uh well, because the topic at this, uh, this um, what do you call it? assembly was the dangers of social networking, Karen. So she thought the way, or I don't even know if it's she. Um, but so but did, the the teacher thought the way to illustrate this would be taking the downloading the picture and showing it in front of a hundred classmates.
2: Without that child's permission, you didn't Mm -hmm. ask the parents, you could have just picked a a random picture off of the internet. Why did it have to be a student?
1: Uh, Right, to illustrate the point.
2: Right, it didn't have to be a student, which means now this student has got to deal with the backlash of people giggling and laughing and poking at her.
1: Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Because you're trying to make a point. Mm
1: Mm-hmm. Um and you know the advice given to children and parents is that is very
6: oh, you can um, tell me why I'm here. Uh, uh, why, why am I here, Ricky? Because you thought I was ditching. I'm not ditching. Really? Yes. Really?
1: Oh, uh, this isn't even a news video. It's just her talking to her daughter. Anyway, the advice given to children and parents is that it's very difficult to ensure any picture is completely private, and it's important to positively check, manage their online identity and profile if they carefully before sharing personal content. Or the, you know, slut-shaming young woman. Right? Oh, yeah, I
2: will sue you. I, I don't give a fuck. Yes, it's on uh, it's on the public format. I'm not saying that. But why are you using my picture as a student? Why did you pick my picture? I could see if you had a picture of all 100 students, that would have been a whole other thing, but you didn't. You plucked a person out of the group. That's an issue.
1: Mm-hmm. The school is formally investigating the public shaming was used. Some other students photos, but none in bikinis and has apologized on behalf of the teacher while still defending the message of the assembly. She wanted to illustrate how freely available such images are through the Internet. We are really sorry for the way in which this important message was delivered. This is an era of judgment. The member of the staff has not intended to cause any embarrassment. What okay. else did you
2: think that was going to happen with a, a picture of picture a, of an underage child with a bikini?
1: Right. And not to mention how at that point in time, you know, kids are very sensitive about their bodies, especially right. young girls going through a lot of changes, getting, uh, you know, changes to your sexuality. Her mom said she was a tomboy, so she's not even, you know, she rarely dresses up like, you know, in girlish fashion. At any rate, she doesn't mm-hmm. want that kind of attention. And for the teacher to just assume because you can get it off the internet, it's fine, is pretty bad.
2: Right, and 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 that's the problem that I have. Like I said, you could have picked a random picture of a woman in a bikini and was like, "Hey guys, I got this woman's picture." Offline. This is such as even celebrity. This is such a such a picture, you know, of her doing a photo shoot online. Yada yada yada. Which wouldn't have been an issue, but for the fact that you picked somebody out the class, it become it literally becomes an issue because now you have to deal with the with with the uh, problem of like I said, her getting harassed, her mm-hmm. getting picked on. Her you don't never know what the consequences of this is going to be off a of quote unquote bad judgment.
1: yeah So uh, yeah, I just thought it was. Um one of those moments where you're just like yeah this might not be uh the appropriate thing to do here right um and you know maybe this is what happens when you don't have enough uh, oversight mm-hmm. like no one reviewed this uh Mm-mm. this 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 uh slideshow or whatever it was Of
2: course they didn't
1: yeah it seems like someone should have you know before you even get into this you just go okay guys um what are you going to display well, I took some pictures off of the, the, the kids' Facebook pages to show them that blah, blah, blah. Well, what are the pictures? Because what's the line? Right. You know, could it, could I be like, uh, I got a picture of them smoking weed. Can I put that up there? No. Got a picture of them, one of them uh, sucking dick on Twitter. Can I, can I put that on there? Of
2: course not. Right.
1: So, you know, there's a line there. It's just whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Um, and it sounds like they didn't want to acknowledge it. Right. Um, let's we'll see what else we can talk about. Oh, did, yeah. are
2: you gonna talk about the North Carolina law about gay? You know, we can gay people can marry in North Carolina now.
1: Uh, I wasn't planning on. Oh, you threw that curveball.
2: No, no, you don't have to. I didn't know. Um, I didn't know if you had that queued up or not.
1: Um, well, I had. No, I have a ton of other stories, but maybe we can talk about it tomorrow. Just okay. send me a link to the article.
2: Okay, I thought. I you mean, because there's a
1: lot of states we were, you know that they can marry because of that. Okay. Remember we talked about that on the show? Mm-hmm. I just didn't name the states. Okay. the Supreme Court wouldn't hear the cases. Um anyway, we we can talk about it. Um men's health. They wanna talk about these women's care. Uh-oh. Uh Men's Health magazine wanna talk about how um, you know, how to deal with women who hate watching sports.
2: Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. They want to teach us a secret that will allow us to talk to women about sports, um, in case you're a bro, you know, because, you know, you gotta to go to the man cave. You know how these bitches be hating them, all right, fellas? Come on, mm, you know.
2: Yeah, I, I have a big uh, issue with this because they want to talk about
1: their periods during the game. Is that what you want to talk about, Karen? No. Do you have a big issue because you're on your period. Is that what's going on right now?
2: No don't have issue because i I don't have issue because i have titties i just have
1: (laughs) scared the game is on okay i don't have time to (laughs) Ah! listen to your opinion about this
2: i have an issue Mm -hmm. because you're under the assumption that most women don't watch sports which is not true a lot of women do watch sports you have some women that could give a less than two fucks about sports but then you have those that do and those women i never acknowledged you always want to is this sweeping statement that bitches don't like sports so guys you're just gonna have to huff and puff and and uh, uh go to other room with your with your with your dudes and swing your dicks out and just you know talk about shit without a vagina in the room and it's like word what about uh women that actually do like sports do enjoy sports do know about sports in fact some women know about more about sports than some men do but those things are never discussed like we was talking about uh commercials and i was saying i hate the goddamn commercials where they act like uh you know, the dude's in there, and the girl comes in there, and she's talking, and the dude huffs and puffs and sighs. Why don't the NFL do the commercial where the woman watches the sport, and the dude comes in to talk about some shit she don't give a fuck about, and she sighs? Because we're our that, we population that cares about sports, too. And I think, it's, to me, as a woman, it's very frustrating because you just say, oh, y'all bitches just don't like, don't like sports.
3: Yeah,
1: it's, you can see in the chat the pictures they have accompanying. Right the the article and this men watching the game and, and with the most unhappy looking women it's like you just told your woman I want to break up with you and then they snapped the picture
2: right and the, and the thing about it okay I'm gonna say this
4: mm-hmm.
2: I understand some women could not give a fuck about sports that's cool but then if you if Roger Watsons some shit I don't like, I go do some other shit. There's nothing wrong with you leaving the room, leaving the vicinity, and going to do some other shit. There's no reason for you to hang around and ruin that other person's good time because your ass don't want to be there. And same thing with the man. If your female's doing some shit, you could give two flying fucks about go do some other shit. We live in a society that says, well, I need to be around my partner 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I can't let them breathe. I got to watch them. They might be cheating on me. They might be fucking another bitch or you know they might be fucking another man you know and people drive each other crazy with the with 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 the with the bullshit of i have to kind of always keep a monitor or keep an eye on my partner and they don't talk about a lot a lot of women do this because they have um insecurities men and women both do this but they feel like they have to be there all the time
1: you know what's funny too is um you can tell that the person who decided um on these pictures or whatever, um, doesn't know shit about sports and how being watch sports. Right. The dudes are literally holding a ba- basketball and watching a basketball game. One guy's holding yeah. a baseball and a glove, wearing a baseball glove and holding a baseball in one hand to to watch a baseball game while his wife while his girlfriend looks on just completely uninterested. Right. Like what the fuck are you talking? That's not like whose house is that? You know, this is just more that like he-man woman bashing shit where it's like, right. I pretty much hate women and this is how I feel about them, you know.
2: Always ruin it. If you're not around here to fuck me, bitch, what are we talking about? Right. Or suck my dick or cook me food Why are you here.
1: All right. And I get, the, like you said, I do understand this idea that society promotes that everyone needs to be equally into the same thing, Right. When that's which not- is such a first grade idea of what a relationship is. Right. Because you know, like, it's not
2: always true.
1: Yeah, it's, 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 yeah, it's never true. No one's into everything the same amount as the other person all the time. Right. It's just, it's just fucking impossible. Right. And it is better, honestly, if you feel any type of negativity about someone's activity that they enjoy and you guys are together, if you can't get into it, just go home.
5: Right. Go do
1: something else. Go find you something that you're interested in.
5: That's what I do.
1: Rather than, you know, like, like, you know what would be a, a good way to deal with women that don't like sports, that want to come watch sports with you? Um, you sit down and have an honest conversation and say, you're ruining my time. I'm obviously ruining your time. Go do something else. We'll see each other afterwards. Right. I still love you. Come on, Doesn't man. mean that we're, you're less, we're less of a relationship now. Right. Does it, like, that's the only thing this article should be about rather than these stupid ass photos, you know, like of, of just non-existent uh situations that are happening
2: right and and a lot of this portrays that men and women conflict or, or or basically you know who who's gonna control the household that's not what you're saying but that's what you're implying yeah. you know it's almost like he won look ladies you know he's happy you're not
1: and i'm not even sure this isn't just a troll thing because right. um the men's health magazine is notoriously you know not really about health or men Mm-mm. but um it's funny because their access to that page is denied now so maybe it's a way to try to get you to uh sign up for some sort of membership or something or log in or get registered so maybe they're just trolling people to get them to apply to the site so they can uh charge them or whatever you never know, right? Like,
4: mm-hmm. yeah, like I it could be like when they troll
1: black women.
7: Are you worried that you masturbate? Whoa.
1: What? That, oh, that's, that's a men's Lord, health article you for masturbate you. Masturbate too much. Do you masturbate too much? Men's health uh, is on top of that, guys. Click on this. What's Do you easy? have a very small penis? Did Click you? on that too.
2: Does a woman hate when you masturbate?
1: Yeah. Wow. All right. Men's health. Get it. Get it, buddy. But, uh, yeah, man. I just thought that was so ridiculous and an obvious attempt to um um obvious attempt to just get clicks, of course, um, let's see what else are we gonna talk about um uh I will do this before we get into our our, our articles for um the games uh, mm. Here's a story that I thought was in fucking insane, and i don't know anybody's really talking about it. uh The anatomy of a Mexican student massacre uh for almost a century, a teacher's college in rural Mexico has been training educators and activists last month, dozens were educate, were abducted and slaughtered by the police oh. Twelve days ago, police and unidentified gunmen believed to be members of a drug cartel ambushed a caravan of college student activists in the state of Guerrero, about halfway from Mexico City in Acapulco. This is on the Daily Beast. Oh, two.
2: Huh? You said halfway in? No, halfway two. two okay.
1: Two. Sorry about that. Near the central plaza in the town of Iguala, a total of six persons were shot to death. Three were student activists from Rao Isidro Burgos Rural Teachers College of Aotizanapa. I hope I pronounced that right. Three additional shooting victims were a semi-professional soccer player riding with, in one of the three buses, <clears throat> a taxi driver, and his female passenger. Those are most likely unintended victims caught in a line of fire. There's no question that the students were the targets. One who survived the first full salade, a 19-year-old named Julio Cesar Mondragon uh, panicked and over the objections of his classmates who said they should stay together, ran away on his own. He was later found dead and horribly disfigured. Oh. A photo A photo of his corpse has gone viral in Mexico. It shows the face ripped away to the bare skull underneath yeah i went on twitter because i couldn't help myself and saw that picture Mm -mm. uh yeah it's um like some walking dead level shit where you just like i can't believe that's a real person and not like special effects survivors of the incident report that the police and thugs attacked the student three the students three times they sprayed one of the buses with machine gun fire one eyewitness reported seeing the police force students out of another bus at gunpoint in addition to the three students killed, 17 activists were wounded, but they may have been the lucky ones. As many as 44 others were abducted. Some reports say they were taken away in police vehicles. None of them have been seen since September 26th. Shit. The precise motives for the killings are difficult to determine, but the students come from a school that has been training rural teachers and activists for the better part of a century to commitment, I mean, uh, their commitment to helping small farmers and farm workers in the rugged semi-feudal, countryside often has them at odds with the local powers that be and when you add in that the cozy relationship that exists today between some of those powers and narcotics traffickers the situation is explosive a foretaste of last month's massacre took place may thirtieth, of 2013 after an activist c- a group called popular unity in iguala demanded that the city's mayor jose luis Albarca valesquez Provide fertilizer to poor farmers in the area. Six of the f- group's members were kidnapped, including its leader Arturo Hernandez cardana who was killed along with two others. One of the kidnapping victims, an activist named Nicholas Mendoza Vila, managed to escape and later made a statement to authorities that he watched the mayor himself pull the trigger of the gun that killed Hernandez cardana Shit! The murdered activist's widow, Sofia Mendoza, requested that the federal prosecutor's office revoke mayor. Vallec uh, Valesquez's mandate in light of the murders, but Mexican Attorney General Jesus Murillo Karam, uh determined that his office was has no jurisdiction over what he deemed a local matter. After this latest slaughter last month, the widow said the events that occurred on September 26th could have been avoided if anyone had listened to us. Yeah, well, a lot of times with these people, they're scared of the gangs themselves because the gangs don't give a fuck. They bad as shit. Like... What? they don't care about them laws and rules. Like they, I read this thing about the cartels. That was, it's called the, um, they have a thing called, you can get the lead or the gold where they offer you a bribe. And if you don't take it, then they just kill you. So the lead is the bullet. The gold is the bribe, you know, you're getting one of them. So just the fact they even approach you, if they like, Hey, you're a security guard at this, uh, docking station or whatever, Mm -hmm. need you to look the other way. When we put these things through here, you go, Uh, I don't want, and they go, hey, hey, we'll give you $100, and you go, "Um, I don't want to, they go, okay, we'll we'll just kill you, and then the next guy will offer him the same shit, eventually one of y'all will take it. The initial shock of the police rampage that day had barely set in when the Attorney General of the State of Guerrero, Inaki Blanco Cabrera, uh, announced that over the weekend, investigators had exhumed the contents of six mass graves discovered on a densely wooded parcel of land Outside of Iguala, the assumption was that the abducted students might be amongst the cadavers. The initial body count was estimated at 28, but the subsequent reports raised the estimate to 34. Now the federal government has taken note. A cordon of about 200 Mexican Army soldiers, Marines, and federal police stood guard as the bodies were exhumed from a hilly stretch of nearly inaccessible woodland known as Pueblo Viejo. The bodies have been piled onto dry branches and logs, doused in gasoline, and then set afire. DNA testing is underway to identify the cadavers, which at the time of discovery were burned beyond recognition. But four members of the drug cartel known as Guerreros Unidos that operates in Iguala, have, who are currently in police custody, told investigators that they knew of 17 student activists transported to the killing ground of Pueblo Viejo. Twenty-two police officers from Iguala are now in federal custody for homicide and kidnapping in the case. Man, you think Ferguson police bad Shit. Right,
2: right. Uh, I don't think, and, and then people, people are like, here. are like why are all these people from Mexico coming over here, and their kids is crossing our border because they was like, God damn it, look at what's happening here. Anywhere is better than here.
1: Along with four alleged drug traffickers, believed to have colluded with them, video surveillance cameras posted on a highway overpass filmed the moment when police pickup trucks drove past at top speed, each carrying a load of detainees. So they didn't even bother to get rid of the evidence. Abominable acts of violence have become common enough in Mexico that the public has built up a tolerance for such news, but the details of this massacre have been especially difficult to absorb. The students are young, all between the ages of 19 and 23, and their murders and kidnappings have every appearance of being politically motivated. Indeed, there are echoes of some very bad days of uprisings and repressions on a ferocious scale in what suddenly does not feel like a distant past. The timing of the violence against the students has particular reg- resonance and has stirred public sentiment. It happens just six days before the annual March of Mexico to commemorate the horrific student mod- massacre of uh, Talaloco Lo- Loco? Tala- Loco Plaza. Uh, October 2nd, 1968, when the government moved to crush political opposition by gunning down scores of perhaps hundreds of protesters shortly before the opening of last year's Summer Olympics. Wow. Shit. Of that year's uh, Summer Olympics. Wow. This year, the students from uh to the teacher's college, had come to Iguala from their school in the town of Tikstala, Tix-ta- Uh, about two hours away to solicit donations or to pay for school supplies and to cover transportation costs, uh, to the March in Mexico City. Um, while justice, will justice be done this time? As it clearly was not a year ago, it seems unlikely. In the aftermath of the latest killings and kidnappings, the mayor, uh, Mr. Vallasquez, the alleged trigger man in the last round of killings requested a 30 day leave of absence. The city council granted it. The mayor has since gone into hiding along with his chief of police.
2: (laughs) What? Wow. And then you got the people talking about, um, that's y'all problem. Um, nah, we ain't prosecuting them. We ain't putting nobody down. These niggas ain't gone missing.
1: The police chief is named Felipe Flores Velasquez, who was the mayor's first cousin. On Monday, the state prosecutor's office initiated wow. proceedings to strip the mayor of his office and issued a warrant for his, his and his cousin, the police chief's arrest. They are now considered fugitives from justice. After the violence in Iguala, it is not surprising the governor of Guerrero, Angel Aguirre Ribeiro, accused Mayor Albar- Albarca Velezquez and his administration of close ties to organized crime. He even offered a reward of one million pesos for information leading to the safe return of student activists. But the governor's critics say he was instrumental in protecting the mayor from prosecution last year because they are both from the same political party, the party of the Democratic Revolution. In light of the oppression visible now for many generations past, it's almost a miracle that Raul Isidro Burgos, rural college teachers of Aziz had been able to survive. It was founded in 1926 in the aftermath of the full-fledged Mexican Revolution to address the challenge of primary school education for children living in impoverished farming communities. Um, that, wow, just the the slogan for the school is the cradle of social conscien- consciousness, and the student body of 520 is renowned for political activism, which critics refer to as strident. The student, the school provides room and board to students for some of the poorest families in Mexico. As part of the curriculum and as a mean to reduce expenses, the students work the fields because the school, I mean, behind the school and they help raise livestock, hogs and chickens. Wow. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, that's, I read that story. It's like, I was like, I can't believe there's wow. a place where that exists that you can do something so horrible to people yes. just for protesting. Like, or just for the idea that they would protest, you know?
2: Right, and pe- that's why I tell people, people do not realize how many true freedoms we have here in the United States of America. We can do things and say shit that in other countries literally would get your ass shot and killed in the middle of the street and nobody would give a fuck about you
1: mm-hmm.
2: or what you're talking about.
1: Yeah, wow, just... All right, let's play our games, Karen. Let's do it. Uh, Where's my game music? Uh, There we go. We're just fucking with those black people. We're just fucking with those blacks. We're just fucking with fucking with black people. That's right, guys. It's time to play the game that we all hate to play. It's fucking with black people where we read or play news articles from all over the globe and we rate them f- from zero to 100 in intervals of 25 on how much we, black people, feel fucked with. Today's contestants, a whole lot of different types of people. All right. Not a whole lot. whole lot going on. I can't pick a number from zero to, I mean, see, why do I always say zero? I feel like that's just because I'm so smart at math that I didn't realize zero is a number. Ah. anyway pick a number from 1 to 20 um, why is this moving so slow give me, give me one second hold on I just want to make sure I can bring this up Um, come on computer's moving slow that, oh wait that's not it what the fuck what is going on sorry my article's is messing up guys let's try this one more time alright now pick a <laughs> 1 to 20
2: Let's do
1: three. Number three. Come on down. I don't even remember what this one is. Let's see here. Police pepper spray a county team inside his home after he is mistaken for a burglar. Oh, my. Mm-hmm. Wake County, Karen, North Carolina. Oh,
2: shit.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, let me see if I can play this uh, news article with my shit moving slow. Um but yeah.
2: Um look like it was loading.
1: It was loading, it's just moving slow. Oh, okay. Probably need to close this browser and bring it back up.
2: Okay, look like it's trying to start.
1: Yeah, um you know what guys? Enjoy this uh song by uh Child Scan I close and bring my browser back up. As time
5: goes on, time goes on. <laughs> Your talk keeps getting smaller. As slams childish as in his short shorts. 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 He's got no
4: time for your yeah, gangsta
5: green
1: deal. Up. Two gold chains and I still don't never wear 'em. Wear why, why would I up wear wear Cheese like a camera. camera, spending money, son of a bitch, nigga like, like
3: Sam, Samson. But I'm looking in the mirror, I'm like, damn, damn I'm, I'm so handsome. handsome. If it ain't about that money, why a young guy you answer? Ghost on my wrist, wrist some got me so cancer. cancer. Blow so cold, watch them haters get asthma. And every time we fucking, messy she think hey,
1: that's. The last one. Bitch, I'm taking calls, no small
3: talk. Bitch, I'm taking calls, no small 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 talk. Bitch, I'm taking calls. No small talk. Three cell phones and, and I still, still don't, don't never, call never call them. Why would I call them? Bitch, you know oh, I'm all in. that money, make it bounce back like Spalding. Got a new nigga. And he safe on New Orleans. He ain't talking money, nigga. Why, Why the, the hell he talking? Money? All my bitches boss. All my bitches Rap Man, you know I'm salty. Salty. I got a white dude in Boston. You rather all money. in. Bitch, I'm taking. No All right,
1: time. we are back, and we're rolling. Let's see if we can play this article now. Wake County.
4: The parents of a Wake County high school student outraged that police pepper sprayed him inside their home after a neighbor mistook him for an intruder. It happened yesterday afternoon on England Avenue in Fuquay Varina. Andrea Blanford is live outside the Fuquay Varina Police Department, where the family just met with the police chief. Andrea?
7: Now, good evening, Tisha. Ricky and Stacey Tyler have fostered Deshaun Curry for about a year. All three of them sat down with the police chief here in Fuquay, Verena, just a short while ago. That meeting lasted a couple of hours. The family moved to Fuquay back in July, and they say while they are still getting to know their neighbors, it is hurtful that someone would just assume Deshaun was a burglar for going about his normal routine of walking home after school. Deshaun Curry doesn't like to have his picture made, but that doesn't make him feel any less a member of the Tyler family.
5: I know this is where I belong.
7: He's my baby boy just as much as my other three children are. Ricky and Stacy Tyler left their side door unlocked Monday for Deshaun, who was coming home early from school. Fuquay varina police <laughs> say when a neighbor saw him walk in, they called 911, reporting a break-in. Soon, three officers were inside the house, all to Deshaun's surprise.
5: It was like, put your hands on the door. I was like, for what? I was like, this is my house. I was like, why are y'all in here?
7: Deshaun says he became angry when officers pointed out those pictures on the mantle, assuming he didn't belong there. An argument ensued and the pepper spray came out.
5: All I hear was s- sprayed me from the back of my neck on up to my, my eyes.
7: Stacy came home, clearing up the confusion with officers, but not with the rest of her family. My five-year-old last night, um, she looked at me, she said, "Momma, I don't understand why they hated our
6: brother and they had to come in and hurt him. Aww. Everything that we
5: worked so hard for in the past years have, was stripped away yesterday in just a matter of moments.
7: Deshaun says he chose this family with the hope of security and love, but now he's not sure if he'll ever be able to move on.
5: I'm feeling, you know, comfortable and, you know, I didn't move in my room. And, you know, I'm feeling like I'm loved and then when they come in and then just to like profile me and say that I'm not who I am and that I do not stay here because there was white kids on the wall that really made me mad
7: and Fuquay Verena police released this statement just a short while ago saying that officers did respond to a report of suspicious criminal activity. Officers say Deshaun became belligerent and threatening and when he wouldn't follow instructions, that is when an officer pepper sprayed him inside that house. Officers also mentioned in the statement today that this happened in a neighborhood that has recently experienced some criminal activity. We're live in Fuquay Verena, Andrea Blanford, ABC 11 Eyewitness News.
1: Haven't they always experienced some criminal activity when it's time to arrest the black people? Mm-hmm. The innocent black people? hmm Trayvon Martin got to die because, you know, some other criminals, allegedly, that nobody shot. The criminals nobody found. Um, but, yeah, so um, it, it's very, uh, you know, very frustrating. I mean, he's been taken care of for about a year there. He's, uh, you know, come from a... Um, like he i guess they pick him and he picks them or whatever mm-hmm. uh he, he's in their foster care right um the pictures on the wall were of their other three children mm-hmm. and the, mm-hmm. if you can't tell the family is white and he's black um and uh that's why they decided that yeah, uh, he be belligerent and
2: angry. yes because he's like i'm in my goddamn home why are you here
1: right it was like put your hands on the door why and that's belligerent, that's all it takes to be belligerent, to right. a police officer if you're black question marks guys, question marks are the most belligerent um uh punctu- punctuation in all of english English vernacular if you are a black person
2: yeah, yeah, and so so if he did just let y'all taking him away, defend the component, he's not there, then're like, okay, our child is missing now.
1: Also, I would be upset, too, because I'm also thinking, like, who the fuck called the police? And, and you know what I mean? And, like, why would does anyone call you guys? I didn't do anything wrong. They didn't, you know what I mean? Like, I get why he would be upset, you know, but they tried to make it seem like, you know, he was crazy or some shit. And,
2: and my thing is this. Somebody called the police, basically, because it was a black dude that just walked into a home. Mm-hmm. Uh... And my thing is that even if that person was considering himself being a good citizen, the problem is the police response, mm-hmm. period. The problem is the police response. You don't ask questions. You just, as many families around the country that are mixed, you just assume that because the white family is up there that he just didn't belong there.
6: Mm-hmm.
2: You just made that assumption. Yep. So if it had been a black family up there, you'd have been like, "Oh my bad, we walked to the wrong house." Yeah. Okay.
1: So, um, um, here we go. Uh, let's play our other game. Go to happier times, you yeah, guys. Okay.
2: Oh, we're not uh, so we're, so we're zero. So we to one hundred. We're caring. assuming that everybody's a hundred in. Oh yeah, it's hundred. Okay.
1: Me. Yeah. Oh, I you. just wanted to be sure. Okay. <laughs>
3: now that
1: it's time for some guest arrangements. That's right, it's Guest the Race
3: time. Now that it's time for some Guest the Race. That's right, it's Guest the Race time. That's right,
1: it's time for Guest the Race. The number one game show going across all the podcast land where we read or play news articles from all over the globe. And we ask our contestants today, the chat room, to guess the race. And the chat room is racist. Very. Let's get into it. Um, There is a lady who was a teaching assistant. And now she is making six-figure income on Vine. Shaking her booty. You get
2: paid for doing Vine? I didn't know that. Me either. Jessica Vanessa
8: is the number one twerker in the world. With two million social media followers. I give her a 10 out of tune. And the 22-year-old makes a six-figure salary from her online appearances.
6: What I make in six seconds would take me like four months to make as a pre-K teacher at work. It's just because boys are perverted. I don't necessarily want to say my income, but I can tell you this. I bought a new car, paid it off in full, and I was able to get out of debt from my school that I graduated from.
4: I should come out to this part of the beach more often.
8: Down to the side. Jessica used to work as a kindergarten teacher, but took a huge risk by quitting her job to focus on making her videos.
6: Either I make money on the internet, I make money doing these videos, or I'm going to be broke and jobless. And once I quit, thank God all these opportunities out of nowhere for some reason just rammed into my face like, hey, we want you here, we want you there, come travel here, come travel there. We're going to offer you this much money and this much money and... I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. You know, it was like so much to take in.
8: However, social media sensation Jessica wasn't always this outgoing.
6: When I was younger, I was very shy. I didn't like dancing in front of anybody. I didn't talk unless I was spoken to. I started to hang out with a different crowd. That crowd was more outgoing, and I guess that's what brought out a different side of me. Bow, 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 bow. And I've always had it in me, the the energetic side, the the real outgoing, the, the dancing, the twerking, I guess I didn't really break out of it until my middle school years. And then once I hit high school, it was a rap from there. Everybody in high school knew me as like the party girl.
8: And despite her online popularity, she's faced criticism so harsh that she's thought about giving up.
6: People like to define twerking as your whore if you do it. No, it's just a type of dance. That's it. If you were open-minded, you would understand that. I do get plenty of comments—rude comments, mean comments. I've had two breakdowns where I just wanted to delete all my social networks. At one point, I was just getting hate after hate after hate, and it really, really got to me. And I remember I cried in my room, and I just kind of like closed the door. You know, like I didn't have anybody to go to, so I was just real like to myself. I felt alone. Like, how can I have one point, you know, nine million followers, and
8: feel this alone? However, she can rely on the support of her family.
6: When it comes to my twerking, they're very open-minded people. They don't look at it as degrading. They don't look at it in disgust. Uh, they're very supportive. Whatever I like doing, whatever I feel like doing, yeah, go ahead and do it is what they would say.
8: Her brother Joshua is her cameraman, and
1: Jessica says... That seems weird. I mean, up until this point, it was all a little weird. Right. Your what? brother is the cameraman for your twerking? Right. That's that's family love, okay? Because your boy... I'm not recording none of my family members twerking. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Give a fuck how much money you make. You're going to need to outsource some cameraman work, because... Right. I'm not going to be looking at my little sisters shaking them cakes.
8: Sorry. Even her grandmother would approve.
6: She's wild and crazy like me. So if I were to show her, she would probably get excited and try to do it with me. So I could twerk in front of my grandma. and She'd be like, oh, go ahead, girl. Like, she'd be excited for it.
8: Jessica's dad, Rafael, does have some reservations, though.
6: I do worry. Uh, I think the
2: twerking videos, you know, they pe- my, most people might consider it sexual. Not something I really want my daughter, you know, name with. But I know it goes with the territory. I look at it from a different
1: light, I look at it as she's, she's just having fun and if that's you know what she likes to do and that's what she wants to do then I'm going to support her 100%. I even joked around with her
2: telling
8: her one time I wanted to do one with her, you know I don't think I will. So with her lucrative online career based on twerking videos and comedy skits firmly established, does she ever think about returning to work as a teacher?
6: I don't necessarily miss being a, a pre-k teacher. I do miss the people that I used to work with, as well as uh, my old kids, but I never enjoyed working 9 to 5, 12 to 7, 2 to 7, however many hours it took, just because I always liked entertaining people. As a little girl, I always wanted to be somebody big. I always wanted to entertain people.
1: So there you go, guys. Guess the race of Jessica, who I don't think we have her, do we even have her last name?
2: Mm-mm, this it says
1: Jessica. Yes, uh, Jessica Vanessa is what she goes by. I'm assuming that's not her actual last name. mm uh, <laughs> Karen is 100% sure. Mm-mm, that's a, not a real name. <laughs> it does. Uh, I like that that's they didn't two name... First names. It's funny that they didn't name which companies supposedly want to pay for her twerking. Mm-mm. They just said large companies. Right. Anyway, let me uh, check the chat room on the race. Uh, let's see. Um, have to scroll up a little bit. Wow. Oh, okay. Making six figures from twerking on Vine. It doesn't get any whiter than this. Top dollar for that snow white privilege. White snow bunny twerking is her trendy Timberland. Her trendy Timberlands. White. Uh, appropriator. (laughs) Awkward turkey twerking. White Iggy's cousin. White one who goes from Miss Molly to romper room. Iggy is a uh, she cried while counting them dollars white cracking my knuckles says miss christopher that's not a race uh i actually follow jessica vanessa lol i know what race she is i hear that pat rent uh what, rent razor white gotta be a white woman since white people columbus twerking and legitimize it is money in it and the news is not shaming her so white hmm so supposed to take so suppose we supposed to care about them tears white how, and now Miss Twerk wants my sympathy too. White girl is asking way too much. Um, let's see, where are we at? Oh, one who can garner sympathy through her white tears, Baldwin Hills voice with a Compton ass and the skills to pay the bills, descendant of slave quarters mistress. Oh, so that's black. I'm assuming Jessica Rabbit, white woman tears Trump all a black father would have made a vine video of him getting her beat, giving her a beating white. Ain't no damn way a black girl could twerk in front of Big Mama. (laughs) Take showers of cold water white. This is quite a long video of someone who made six-acre clips. (laughs) That's not a race. Um, I know her, so you guess you can't race, I guess. The correct answer is, Karen, what race is Jessica Vanessa, in your opinion? Um,
2: That's a white girl.
1: That is a white girl, everybody. People that said white got it. One person said black. There are better pictures of her in the article, but the picture I posted is the one with her, um, brother recording her. I just can't. Nope. (laughs) Like this, I'm sorry little sis, but your boy cannot be zooming in on your cheeks for the, for the Instagram, you know i know we're supposed to do it for the vine but i can't do it i i can't do it for the vine and that's that's a better picture of just her her cakes you know so she she is pretty thick she's a pog as they like to say but um yeah making a living off of twerking number one twerker in the world that's crazy
5: how can i have 1.9 million
2: followers it feels
1: so alone
2: Right. So those people saying she's a different nationality i don't know he just asked me from looking at yeah and i would know.
1: say latino That's what personally i think because her father looked latino in my opinion um but karen says white and we go by what karen says so you motherfuckers <laughs> and all of y'all should be happy that you got it because karen made most of y'all get it Rather than missing, so... Oh,
2: oh okay. If it was
1: up to me, I would've said Latino, and y'all niggas would've all missed it, and uh, I would've played nothing but booze.
2: That's true, because they you know, so look white to me.
1: Nobody gets Latino. Um, Let's go to the bonus round, because it's a football Sunday, and we're not going to be fucking around with y'all niggas too no, much. No,
2: man, walking dead Sunday.
1: Mm. Double the points and the race. Double the points and the race. That's right. It's double the points, double the rates. for a guest the raise bonus round. So far, everybody's won. And oh, except for that one person that guessed black. What were you thinking, idiot? Anyway, um, a pastor at an Alabama Baptist church confessed that he has slept with several of the members in his church. Isn't that terrible, Karen? Several members in the church. Are you not disgusted? Mm. Well, it gets better.
2: Better?
4: Mm
2: Mm-hmm. Oh, they got video?
1: Juan Demetrius McFarlane. Well, it's not coming up. Okay. I'll see if I can find a a YouTube video of it since this one doesn't want to work. Juan Demetrius McFarlane, in addition to that, Says he also gave the pat the the congregation aids, Karen.
4: Oh, Lord.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, Lord, indeed.
2: Oh, but according Why don't you to our other people, did not hold back.
4: When, what, Karen?
9: According to our boy, not too long ago, that shouldn't happen, right?
4: Mm hmm.
1: Biblically correct sex.
9: He revealed to worshipers at Shiloh Baptist Church on September 14th that he contracted HIV in 2003 and discovered in 2008 he had AIDS.
4: The church was very accepting of Reverend McFarland. They were willing to help him in any way possible.
9: But once the pastor with 23 years of leadership started revealing more and more on the following Sundays, members and leaders say they realized McFarland had crossed the line. In a resolution read aloud at church, leaders shared and Pastor McFarland confirmed to us he admitted drug use, mishandling church funds, and what members say was the ultimate shocker described by church deacon Nathan Williams Jr. Of the church
8: that he had knowingly engaged
1: in adultery. In case you can't hear the audio, it's so fucked up. He concealed from the congregation of this church that he had knowingly engaged in adultery in the church building with female members of the Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church while knowingly having AIDS. He mm. put them in the missionary, alright.
0: In the church building with female members of Shiloh Missionary Baptist Church while knowingly
8: Having
9: this past Sunday, McFarland was removed as church pastor. Still church members say some congregation members are afraid to come forward, and many are concerned. Who does this to people? And you're
4: the leader. Who does this? I know a lady who is a member of the church who said she had slept with him and that she didn't want this to go public. And, um, you know, she's... Running out now, trying to find out, you know, if, if there's anything wrong with her. And my heart goes out to her because she's been a wonderful, wonderful member of the church.
9: Deacon Williams says, in his 70 years at the church, this is the biggest scandal the church has ever experienced. Williams says leaders have obtained legal counsel and is now focused on moving the church forward.
5: Our moves are going to come directly from the
9: council.
1: For a quick second, I just got to cut to this. Uh I love that they did the still shot of him like reading the Bible sitting in the chair
4: ah. but then when
1: they zoomed in on him reading the Bible to show that he was actually reading it they had him flipping pages through songs fast as shit like what was he speed reading the Bible
2: I know nah we, we don't, let's, let's, don't want to hear too much about David keep going
1: we want peace and
5: we want to do the right thing legally you know, we're not looking to hurt him we're looking to get the church back Leave, get the back
4: we to get the back That's it.
9: but some members say they want justice
4: i believe that he should be uh put on, on court
9: right and
4: and let the judge decide if he should go to jail or not
9: And I spoke with Pastor McFarland on the phone after he made his announcement. He answered questions and confirmed everything he shared with his congregation. I also reached out to him again to get a comment after he was voted out as pastor on Sunday. However, he did not return my calls or my text messages. Montgomery police tell us transmitting a sexually transmitted disease is a Class C misdemeanor. At this time, no charges have been filed against Pastor McFarland. Deacon Williams and the members I spoke with on and off camera say they want to start the healing process and move forward with new leadership. Now members and are members. asking for prayers to lift up their church. Mark, bow? Certainly, thanks mm. a lot, Demetria. McFarland also holds the position of moderator with the Alabama Middle District Baptist Association, which includes 34 churches across the state. And we reached out to the association leaders who say at this time there are no discussions to remove McFarland from his position. Right now on WSFA.com, you can find Shit, what
1: you got to do to get removed from your position? Right. Um, guess the race, though, of uh, Pastor Juan Demetrius McFarland uh, and all the pastor's aides. You know what I mean? <laughs> He's giving them pastor aides all right. Yeah. Um, A-P-E, uh, African-American says... Little Brothers. Aww. One who wants you to give it give it up for Jackson Heights on Randy Watts. <laughs> <laughs> uh sp- slept with members and they weren't underage boys, black. You can't heal from A's Pastor Strokes, Black. Aww. AKA Reverend Leon Lonnie Love. The Incubator for All Tyler Perry Productions.
2: Oh my.
1: Watermelon Tycoon. Let it Daniels Cousin, who didn't get quite the same come up from Smashing the Pastor. Preflow dollar black and past a's like they used to black oh lord mm-hmm past offering 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 uh the correct answer is black
2: oh Man. And, and uh before you move on, this might be a little off off uh subject but it but the chat room somebody in the chat room said something what was that we watched yesterday with that with that Chinese dude was doing that letter made lip acting
1: Oh, we're watching Tenchu, uh, yeah. episode eight.
2: Hey, that dude was doing some of the best Let him make live acting.
1: Okay, mm-hmm.
2: it made me think about that.
1: It was good.
2: Mm-hmm. He was quivering and shit. It was excellent.
1: Uh, all right, last story, uh, it's Okay, we'll get out of here on this guest race, um, and then so Ratchetness. an Indian, an Indiana man previously convicted of having sex with a chicken is now accused of having sex with another bird, Michael Bessigano. 42, was arrested last Friday at his home on felony charges of bestiality and killing a domestic animal. The suspect allegedly went to a local park and entered a building where Guinea fowls were being housed. Witnesses who identified Bessigano to police said the man sexually assaulted one of the birds, killing it, and attempted to hide the carcass in the trash barrel. Uh, authorities executed a search warrant and said they found the bird feathers at the residence. Oh, Feathers everywhere. Huh. I bet it I bet it was the subliminal messages from the Chick fil A cows, you know. Fuck more chickens. Shit like that. Mm. DNA testing shows the feathers at Basigano's home matched the bird found dead in Buckley Homestead trash oh. barrel. Police said that's all right, DNA evidence, Karen. They did DNA testing for the bird. Police Hi, said you a
2: red kit too.
1: <laughs> police said they
2: probably did oh who's the person that had to do that bullshit
1: police said Bessie Ghana was wearing blue jeans covered in blood when they searched his home didn't even change pants an analysis <laughs> by the indiana state police laboratory found the blood on the jeans belonged to an undetermined species of animal so that might be a whole different bird that he, or something that he fucked the animal abuser allegedly had rub had a rubber wolf mask and an altar of candle set up at his residence Oh, you let the wolf into the chicken's den. Bassigano, whose mother, says they say, suffers from schizophrenia, has a long history of involving animal cruelty and bestiality. In 92, he was convicted of having sex with and killing a Rottweiler. He served two years. Even Mike Vick was like, I wasn't fucking him, though.
2: Right. I might did some cruel things, but I ain't go that way. In
1: 2002, Bassigano was sentenced to four years in prison after having sex with and killing a chicken. So he get four years for a chicken and two for a dog. That seems wrong. We eat chickens. And I guess that's why. They be fucking the food, sir. Right. Might have some sperm in our chicken. Uh, In that incident, police said he took the chicken to a hotel room.
4: (laughs) Hey, he gave us some lingerie, too. Can we
1: get up on this room?
4: Yes. Uh, He
1: plucked his feathers and then sexually abused the animal before killing it. So he wanted to get it naked. Now, how do you do that in a hotel room? Cause like it already oh, makes. So, a...
2: so you don't take you don't take your uh, the bras off. You be like girl, let me see them titties pluck.
1: Nah, pluck, let me pluck. see them. Let me see them breasts.
2: Up, up breasts. I'm sorry, mm-hmm.
1: breasts. Chickens breast. got breasts. What? And them thighs. Let me see them thighs. Regular sex is already kind of loud in a hotel room. Right. Like, what the fuck is chicken sex like?
2: Right. Did he? Did he uh, uh, gag it? I mean, cause it's gonna make a lot of fucking noise. It's a mm-hmm. it goddamn chicken
1: oh god he's right. fucking that chicken again did he put one
2: of them red balls in his mouth
1: sir can you please turn down the, the chicken fucking please um Why they
2: have it chained up or some shit i mean it's a chicken
1: he sexually abused the animal before killing it while in jail he would reportedly paint stripes on himself and refer to himself as the master of cats and they kept letting him out after 2002 <laughs> right
2: hand chickens
1: a law was passed making sexual relationship with sexual relations with animals a crime.
2: Oh said just recently passed the law. It was like you know what? Mm-hmm. We're tired of yo ass. Somebody make this shit a law so we can lock his ass up for
1: real. Yeah, chicken run indeed.
2: Right, the chickens are running.
1: hmm Uh let's guess the race here. Uh this man and his uh, secret herbs and spices.
2: <laughs> oh, more than seventeen apparently.
1: He, he put the F in KFC, you know what I'm saying, guys? oh lord black people love chicken but they do not love love them birds well what race is he though Joe more than just one race in the world white he says later disease spreading person pur- purchasing cheesy cracker oh. old mcdonald is way nastier than i remember and yes means yes laws are ah. really putting dudes in a desperate position white
2: yes it is
1: living la vida Sico sico latino what did those chickens have on though freaky ass cracker El Polo Loco ah! tried to add special sauce to it, Latino. Oh. Culture vulture who took chicken head seriously. One who loves dark meat but can't tell his family white. He didn't fry it up and kill it. He did fry, he didn't fry it up after killing it. One who prefers arroz, arroz compollo when replace with, when he re, where he replaces rice with his penis. He effed that bird like his ancestors effed over the entire world. Colonel Sanders, triple X edition. Oh, half on a two half on a two piece. All I need is your feathers next to me. Oh. White says B. Sands. Oh, all right. The correct answer is Karen. What what race is uh Michael Bessigano? Oh, that dude white, white. He is a white man. Everybody. I will put his picture in the chat so everybody that gets white, you get some claps. And uh, other people that guess Latino, it looks like you missed out. Just keep on fucking that chicken. Remember that?
2: Oh, so th- does the chicken bring its own biscuits? You can sop me in these.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, you remember that, that news report? What that dude was like, keep on fucking that chicken by accident. <laughs> ah! I wonder if that's... <laughs> he heard that and he just took it serious.
2: Yeah, take that to heart.
1: Um, A Lug Elsinore man uh, had a standoff uh, with the police while having a sword. <sniffs> Lake Elsinore, California. This man was arrested after he allegedly threatened a family member with a sword and held another elderly family member hostage during the standoff with authorities. Really? You'll put the sword to grandma now? Uh the deputies were called to the house around two PM Saturday. The man later identified 47-year-old John Kirby, allegedly threatened to hurt a relative with a sword. That relative escaped the home, but another elderly relative did not and was held hostage. Kirby initially refused to surrender and barricaded himself inside the home. As a result, the SWAT team was called in. The Sheriff's Department asked police to avoid the area of Graham Avenue. Uh el- The elderly relative was eventually let go, and Kirby turned himself in peacefully. He was arrested for making criminal threats and assault with a deadly weapon. Turned on his own family, y'all everybody got some. mm-hmm um let's see if we can find another one uh real quick before we go um here's one a man waving a sword on market street was arrested a man swinging a sword on market street shortly before 4 a.m thursday was arrested and charged and held in custody of bail, for a bail hearing. Police received a 911 call about the man who was swinging the sword and hidden objects in his path. Patrol officers found the man who had a sword in one hand and a sheath in the other. An officer ordered him to the ground. The man was arrested and the sword seized without incident. 28-year-old Chatham Street man is charged with possession of a weapon for dangerous purpose and mischief. Guys, be careful out here with these people and these swords, man. Please. It's crazy. Uh, happy hunting on your fantasy football teams today. Mm -hmm. And happy hunting those zombies, Rick, Michonne, and the rest of the crew.
2: Yep. And uh, if you want to hear what we got to say, tune in Tuesday and we'll be talking about day walking.
1: Mm -hmm. So we'll talk to you guys tomorrow, Monday, uh, about 9 p.m. Mm -hmm. Until then, I love you. I love you too, baby. Mwah. Mwah.